Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by PayMaya. And we are hashtag one against COVID-19. PayMaya has partnered with several organizations from Red Cross, UNICEF, Caritas Manila, and others so users can select which cause they want to help. Visit donate.paymaya.com for the list of current partners and for the partners that will be added as we go along. To donate, all you have to do is to click pay bills on your app and you just have to put 00000 or that's five zeros in the account number and the amount you're willing to donate. Alright? So again, we are hashtag one against COVID-19 and PayMaya is doing its part and we hope that you can too. Now on to the show. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zang. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Ro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, and we are celebrating our sixth anniversary, episode number 332, and we're doing this live right here on the Facebook page and on a Zoom call as well. I've been on Zoom calls for the past three weeks now, on and off, like between, uh, between Comedy Manila... Um, some improv happenings and even just Zoom call between friends. A lot of my friends just decided to get Zoom accounts now and we call each other constantly. It's funny because I think we call each other, we see each other more now than before Corona. So, it's just just a funny little thing that happened. Patiin naman natin yung polo ni Chino. Okay, oh, guys, yeah. I'm not going to be So, two weeks ko na sa tong polo na to, guys. Two weeks. Say hey to our good friend Ardo, good friend of the podcast. Hey, hey man. Thank you Pretty for the, the greetings. Yeah. Camus, how are you? Are you still garbled? I think he's gone. Is he gone? Uh, I think he's still there. No, I'm Nobody? here. I'm here. It's just the video frozen. Yeah, and he's gone. That's why I'm working on it. But yeah, uh, I, must, okay. I must have an idea. I'm only off film HD video, so that, um, that might be the reason. That might Puede, save you some bandwidth. Puede. Uh, Alright, alright, alright. But, you know, I'm doing okay. Just coming in here. Para may the listeners natin random faces. We got some friends on. Oh. Yeah. Ro, what's your status update? Uh, same old, same old. Uh, same shit, different day. 
I mean, uh, work goes on for me. Uh, the new normal is also uh, getting on Zoom calls with my with my office every now and then. Uh, everyone updating each other. We even had a virtual baby shower for one of my uh, workmates, so that's cool. Um, wow, this just is what we have to do now, and I'm just sad that we have to be on lockdown for two more or three more weeks, I guess. But I, I guess. I mean, we all saw that coming because it's a weak ship of the government. They do solid uh, solution to this problem. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I hope it doesn't go further than April 30, but I also still wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Yeah. yeah. So, that's uh, that's the reality we're facing. Um, I, I I know everybody's expecting that we talk about WrestleMania in the time of Corona. <laughs> so we'll get to that in a bit. Before uh, that, um, our, yeah, good before friend, that, our good friend, our good friend Tiyan asked, "But did you know Yeah, I was going to get I know there he is right now. You know, ready na gumuya. Yeah. Uh, let's set this up real quick. So we've got a couple of friends here on the call with us, and we'll introduce them in a while. If you're seeing everybody's faces, we have. Uh, we have our friend Mikey Lirin who's joining us. We're going to be talking about WrestleMania. And um, I, I heard from Mikey this morning and from a, another friend of ours who will be jumping in, Maro Rimorin. Uh, they talked about the intertextual nature of the Firefly Funhouse. And you know how much we love the word intertextuality here on the podcast. So who better to talk about it than two of the smartest wrestling fans we know? So two, uh, two of the bona fide journalists in the wrestling world. You can say that. So Ian, uh Anna, do you want do you want to jump into the intertextuality shit or do you want to do foreplay with like the rest of WrestleMania? Foreplay Wait, are we starting? Is this is this This it? is the official call. It's it's pretty much uh, it's pretty much a podcast. We're pretty much live. Every, everybody's watching. But like for everybody who wants to join us and really be part of the active conversation, okay. Uh, what we're gonna do is we're um we need you to message any one of us, like Ro, Camus, Chino, or myself, if you want to jump in and ask a question and immortalize yourselves on the podcast, kind of like what we did in episode three hundred. We're gonna give you our version of a live mic, which is the link to this Zoom. Uh, yeah, this yeah. Zoom. Uh, uh, so that's what we did with Mikey, and that's what we did with Maru. He's gonna jump in in a bit, right? So, um, Yun, uh, if you want to ask any questions, we'll give you the cue later, and then we'll send out the link. But for now, uh, let's talk about WrestleMania. What was the experience like watching it from home, ng walang tao in the audience? Who are, we, who are you talking to? Are you down, am I in now? I yeah, here? you're in now. It, it's basically an open question for everybody who wants to, you know, to answer. Yes, uh, I mean, our guests. <laughs> yeah, Mikey, you can start. Yeah. Uh, it was. I'm. I was first. I want to say I'm so disappointed because it, it coincided with my Holy Week break, and I could have made it to the live viewing party for the first time ever. Uh, <laughs> but you know, life happens. Um, it. I mean, I think everybody's in agreement that it's been weird, and yeah. it. It's so so WrestleMania. Parang it felt like it felt like duty ko na lang as a wrestling fan to make it feel like WrestleMania at home. Alam mo yon parang hindi WrestleMania kailangan ko magising kailangan ko panoorin. But honestly, WrestleMania usually feels like Christmas, you know? Parang pag February na pag Royal Rumble na 
the air smells different and it's like you're leading up to April. But this it year different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It smells like oi, wrestling. Parang ganun, parang ano may no, ano ang may pawis steroids ano. Mga pa uh, mga steroids na ano na hindi inaamin. Um, <laughs> It's not, no, it's but it didn't feel like that at all. Parang pati yung lead up, parang iba. Kasi medyo astig yung Royal Rumble. It's like, okay, pwede. And then coronavirus happens to the whole world. So parang WrestleMania spirit was gone February pa lang. So nung in-announce na walang tao. Anyway, my point is, nung Monday, yesterday, the other day, and Sunday, uh, it, it just felt so bizarre. Parang ang weird ng feeling na WrestleMania pala today. Parang ganun. Uh, uh, so, and it felt like duty ko na lang to watch it. Kasi, pero honestly, honestly, it didn't feel na kailangan ko siyang panoorin. It didn't feel na may WrestleMania today. Uh, medyo burden siya for me as a fan to start it. Tapos, wala. In-enjoy ko na lang yung na-enjoy ko. Pero as a show, or as a, as a spectacle of WrestleMania, talagang, you know, there's so much more important shit happening all over the world right now. So, watching WrestleMania didn't feel like what it felt like every year of my life. It was kind of different. How about you guys? Uh, Mara, are you here? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Go, Mara. So, Go yeah. I'm not going to show my face. Cause... Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> um, totally fine. It felt, like Mikey said, if it felt like a duty, it felt bizarre. Pero to me, it felt all types of wrong. Because <laughs> you expect WrestleMania to be as much about the crowd as it is about, about, about the people all over the world who come in and, and watch. Tapos, here you have an empty performance center. Ang ganda ng fan. Mm. That, electric, that ceiling fan. <laughs> it felt like celebrity that match pandemonium. Ang ganda. That biggest fandom. You had, you had the matches na walang katao-tao. So it felt like where's the chanting? Where's the crowd participation? Where's the spectacle of wrestling? It's like watching, I don't know, a rerun of Battle Dome, if you're familiar with that show. Throwback. Uh, <laughs> and Terry Crews' team money. Ganun. But it's just so wrong. But at the same time, coming into it with absolutely zero expectations, it felt right. That's the best that well, these are not these are not good times for anyone. Not you, not us, not the wrestlers. Coming in with zero expectations, this is going to be a shitty show. I can't say shit, right? It was perhaps the best WrestleMania I've seen. Coming wow. in from <laughs> coming in from a really crappy <laughs> point of view. Parang hindi tanga na ang ganda. Very strange reaction to WrestleMania. Like I think this is the first take na narinig ko na, yeah, it was the best one I've seen. <laughs> it was the yeah, best WrestleMania ever. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to agree with Maro. I came into watching WrestleMania with the mindset of, of how things are. You know, understanding that there's a virus, we're, on lo- we're under lockdown. 
So, kailangan may certain sacrifice, sacrifices tayo gagawin. And having to watch WrestleMania without a crowd, having to see the matches, not actually be matches, which we'll get to later. Uh, I actually found myself enjoying it more now. Instead of feeling, yes, it was weird, but it was also not bad. It was enjoyable. All right. Uh, now, to me, the man, uh, even though... I know it's kind of wrong for them to still risk everyone, you know, getting COVID and all that. And I've always maintained that uh, WrestleMania at this time is going to mean whatever it's going to mean to the people watching it at home. So if you need it for an es- for an escape, go right ahead, right? If you want to just see some wrestling while you're at home, go right ahead. If you don't want to watch it, that's fine. Um, if you think it's being dumb, then you're not wrong either. But uh, I gotta say, um, I didn't like it mostly because uh, as a performer, I really hated the fact that there was no crowd. So everything fell flat for me because there was no one to react. Uh, No one gave the emotional catharsis that we usually expect in events like this, especially for an event as big as WrestleMania. So it really felt awkward watching these people, these wrestlers that we all love and appreciate, uh, give, give everything, on, lay their bodies on the line, both uh, with regard to injuries and re- regard to uh, their health, their COVID-19 status, right? Uh, all for nothing, no immediate response. So it just felt really weird to me to not see, to, to see wrestling uh, play out in a quiet, empty arena. That's just me. Uh, there were spots like uh, the Boneyard match and the Funhouse match that uh, pretty much pushed the boundaries of what was possible uh, with regard to pro wrestling at this time. So I really appreciate it. And I'm sure as you do as well, as you guys appreciate as well, how, uh, how cinematic and how different these things were. Igao Gamas, what's your take on all this? We haven't heard much uh, from you tonight. Yeah, because I'm, I'm still working out the kinks of this Zoom call. <laughs> it's being weird, but can you, I'm coming in better now? Yeah, much better. Yep. All right. Uh, so for me, for me, even if you can't see my ugly mug, I have to give like full respect, full cheers to anyone who worked this show because, my God, it, was, it, it, it wasn't... How do you say this? It's like those settings on a WWE E2A game. Like when the when it's glitching and then you lose the audience. Like that's what it felt like. But it still felt like I didn't hate it. And I I really tend to hate shows that do the weird stuff that they get too experimental on this. But this felt to me like I would I could watch it. It felt better paced, and that's something I really want to get into. Like the two-day split is revelatory for this type yep. of a scenario. I agree. But Atama, at I agree of, with that. Yeah. So at the end of the day, Kase, it's like, sure, this is probably a one-off, but can we do this? Can we try and do this again next year somewhere better, you know, like in a better situation? Because, you know, you have enough titles to go around and to make it matter, right? You have night one, night two, defend universal night one, do the championship on the other night. And then you figure out, you, you can make WrestleMania worth two nights for admission, right? It's very humanly possible. So I think 
if they can run it back next year, just, you know, in maybe a stadium or in, like in LA, right? where are they running it again? Yeah, LA next final year. Venue? Uh, no. We have a final the venue? Forum. The Inglewood Forum. Assuming, assuming we don't, you know, go into an apocalypse situation, then yes, it's LA next year. Yeah. Some LA society next. exists. Oh, Captain. <laughs> Like, yeah, okay, um, assuming society exists. Yeah, yes. Assuming society exists, assuming that we haven't killed each other by then and we're not surviving on hubcaps, I think, you know, they could run the <laughs> forum two nights in a row. They, it's a very... In the... In the channel. I'm not surviving on hubcaps. That's currency. No, it's run, bottle uh, caps, I think. No, no, no. Going, back, going, caps. Caps. going back go. to Camus's point, I would run WrestleMania for two nights. Yeah, you're right. It's the two nights is the most optimal uh setup for this uh for this really deep WWE roster. I would definitely go two nights instead of cramming everything into one eight hour evening, right? Uh, run to run the whole weekend, WrestleMania part one and two, and then do takeover on Wednesday. The the pre, the last Wednesday before WrestleMania weekend, and then I don't know. Do Hall of Fame on Thursday. Have SmackDown on Friday night. But then since you know we're kind of kind of hamstrung by SmackDown being on Friday night, that's how I would run it um, moving forward. And also moving forward as well, gotta have at least one cinematic match uh, on the card. I say one for each night. Like okay, one, one for cinematic. each night. Sure, sure. One cinematic for each night and overproduce the hell out of that. Because yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, wait. Can we get can we get on that? Like, let's. Do we want okay. to jump into that? Yes, now? yes. Okay, yes okay. Before we do that, uh, let's say hi to some people who have joined us. Uh, people commenting on the Facebook page saying hi, happy anniversary. Uh, shout out to everyone, uh, friends like Javi, uh, George. Martin from South Africa. I think he's in South Africa right now. Brazil, right? you Brazil. fool. Ah, he's okay. in South America. Southern Hemisphere. I got the right hemisphere. Um, hi to George, to Neil. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I think Jackie's also here in Lance. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you to everybody saying happy anniversary. It really means a lot that you're spending uh, Wednesday night with us. And uh, Neil said, the best part of you don't have to suffer through a nine-hour card. And as someone who literally sat there for seven hours in a stadium, he's right. Oh, by the way, uh, may Prescondal on Great Falcon, Great Father, Eagle Father tonight. And this is a much better use of your time than listening to another of his rambling press cons. It will be one of the wrestling promos again. Oh, God. God. <laughs> God. God. Being Vince McMahon. Fuck that. It's not even a good promo. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's get to something good. Let's talk about the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match. I think we, we can talk about them in the same, in the same light because both were cinematic experiences. Both were very unique. And um, a lot of the intertextuality, I'm going to talk about that term again, which is why our friends, Mikey uh, Lirin and Marori Morin, are with us. Uh, they were very much present and evident in these two pieces of text. So uh, let's start with the Firefly Funhouse match, because that happened nitong Sunday. Lang. Uh, um, I'll, I'll start with Maro, because Maro is the guy we did the intertextual episode uh, with. <laughs> 
Um, take me through yung, yung Firefly Funhouse match from your lens. Like, what went through your mind when you watched it and then after the fact? The thing was, I was watching, I was watching the Firefly Funhouse while I was quote-unquote at work. There, I confessed. So, parang there's... <laughs> I think we all were. <laughs> two things going on. So, it was more of a... It felt like a career retrospective of Cena from the point of view of people thinking of the smart fans point of view na parang a guy who was taking away opportunity a guy who was parang it's Bray Wyatt's time now parang him taking away him being the golden shovel what would happen if you he were healed if the NWO came parang I actually like the Boneyard match better if we're being honest but this was a very interesting take on someone as well protected as Cena and then turning the tables over him uh, turning the tables over him or around him and then making it making a narrative that is for wrestling fans like us not casuals and it was okay I mean by singing talent Sibre that we know you can't look but you can't touch <laughs> 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 But it was, it, it, that that was a rest. That was like meta rest. If Mikey could step in, parang oh god, meta shit. Mikey, mo kasi may yao dito. Gawin mo sa only fans mo. Only fans. Okay, that's nice. Does Does your wife know about your only fans account? Oh uh, yes, yes. Oh my god, she is a number one fan. Yeah, she's the in only the, one. What's money in the in the account? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's this? Question by Annie okay. Max. Oh no, sorry. Pang question by Annie Max. Kado na yung school eh, so kailangan yung pang question. Exactly, homeschool na lang, homeschool for life. Okay. Um, ano ba? Ah, no, no homeschool for life. Anyway, thoughts on education some other time. Okay. Anyway, anyway. Um, I mean, if you homeschool, go ahead. It's good for anyway. Um, so Firefly Funhouse, uh, yeah, no meta. It ain't been a good time, but I'm in the middle it was the most meta, na as in pure meta, siya kasi kasama yung meta sa narrative. Parang you know, kailangan alam mo yung stuff outside of the narrative para ma-appreciate mo siya. I feel like now we, I should watch it again. I only watched it once. But I feel like there's so much to unpack from from the sh- from the match uh, uh, every time you watch it. Because there's layers of meaning that obviously were intentional. Parang it's I mean, sinajani whoever produced it. Na yun like yung, even, even the haircut of Cena. <laughs> right. Right, right, exactly. From from start from top to bottom, the whole thing talaga is like had layers of meaning that will only be unpacked by people who know things. So hindi siya Easter egg, hindi siya hindi siya wink wink. It's talagang ito yon guys. Ito yon. dapat napakinggan, dapat darinig mo yung podcast ni Dean Ambrose. Dapat nagreklamo ka when Cena was not turning heel na muntik na sana mag-heel pero hindi siya pinag-heel. Dapat nandun ka nung you wanted, that you should have been one of the people who were mad that Cena was burying people and like the, the ending of the Nexus came to mind where he just crushed a whole bunch of young people. The, the people who felt th- that way through the years 
are the people who can unpack all of those layers of meaning in that match. So talagang meta. Like, but at the same, parang, no, no, sorry. But at the same time, there was enough in the match for a non a non-hardcore to appreciate because it's still like monster Bray Wyatt who's being manipulative and evil versus hero John Cena. Parang there's there's that very thin layer and like I'm basically saying a child, a child, like a seven-year-old kid who's a Cena fan can still watch the match, want Cena to win and then see him lose and then man, bad trip, Cena lost. But man, for us, for us, there is so much. There's so much in that whole thing. And... What's remarkable to me was that all of it was clearly deliberate. Parang yeah. one of the tweets I saw was that uh, you guys think Vince McMahon gets it. Parang ganon parang ting no gets kaya ni Vince yung pinapakita niya ngayon sa resolution niya. Kasi ang dami. And given how much we know that he's so out of touch, uh, I, I don't think it's possible that he would understand what he put on his own show. I mean, you know, go on that point, on that point, really quick. Um, it's yeah. possible that he puts it on and doesn't understand it. Like, he put on the ultimate deletion, right? And uh, from reports, from Matt Hardy himself, he, we know that they put it on. He put it on despite not really getting why, you know, woken or broken Matt Hardy is that way. So right. it's entirely possible that at this point, there is some level of trust uh, Vince has towards his guy, especially especially one as creative as Bray Wyatt to, you know, just go and do his thing. But you're right. It definitely is something for us who know uh, what's, who's been following Cena's entire career up to this point. Sorry, go on, would, go on. Would you guys say that this was like an act of subversion? Yes, was, yes, 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 yes. It was a very deliberate act of subversiveness from, if not uh, John Cena, then definitely Bray Wyatt. Can I, can I give my two cents It's from on both this. of them, for sure. It's from both of them. Yeah. Yo, I, I I gotta get I gotta get this in. Go go go. John Cena go, go, go. had to approve this shit. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. That's, the, that's what makes it subversive. Parang he had to okay this shit. He had to allow himself to be made fun of on this level, and allow Bray to take the narrative back. Yen yung nakakano eh. That like for all the shit that we fans have given John Cena throughout his career, and Mikey, I think you know this better than. The other three because of because of that time that we watched WWE together. Right. John Cena does a lot for these guys, but holy hell, giving Bray Wyatt the power to rewrite his narrative or even reframe something this late into the game. I think John Cena had to be like, yeah, you know what? This is how I put over the talent. This is how I do it in the best way possible. And at the end of the day. Did we get the good result? I think so. Yeah, he was definitely all in. Yeah, sorry, go see. Sorry, I feel like Mikey's correct when he said that this match begs for a rewatch because you're able to unpack the layers and layers of meaning uh, this match has. But at the same time, if you look at it from a meta point of view, you'll see that there are certain spots in it where you can liken this match to a normal red light feed match. There are times wherein you could recognize the feed getting the upper hand, where you could recognize the feed, the feed rather, uh, being undefeatable, you know? Uh, so 
when you can see Cena do the same thing, where he has to come back, where he has to fight adversity, where he has to punch and miss. It's all there, but it's not very blatant. And that's the kind of metaphor that I appreciate about the Firefly Funhouse match. You know what it calls I... for? It calls for a rewatch with drugs. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how you could possibly rewatch it with drugs. I feel like... Uh... I feel like the creators were on drugs when they made it. Pero parang yes. as an audience member, I feel like you have to be on, parang you have to be on your toes and be like alert to everything that's happening to appreciate it. I feel like there you can watch Boneyard. That. No, you can watch there. Boneyard. Boneyard <laughs> on drugs. That one you can be like ah, you can just watch the thing. Yeah, that's true. That's right. Enjoy. I agree. It. But I agree. If, if don't see Firefly, parang you have to be hand, sober and then and then pause and then. Oh uh, wait, what does this mean? I, I mean, if you're gonna be a, a nerd that way, ah wait, wait. That being said, totally. If you want to do drugs and you're responsible, go ahead and watch it. But my point is, <laughs> well, <laughs> what? As long as you're you're not, is my wife here? <laughs> as long as you're not my student. Um, <laughs> okay. Are oh, Sir Mikey. <laughs> Endorses drugs. Teacher fired for saying <laughs> aren't, to do drugs. Aren't you ch- students' children? Like actual <laughs> children. Yeah, that's why I said that's why they shouldn't they shouldn't watch. They should wait, 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 wait. wait. My wait, can I just get a, 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 a note? This a note is staying on up on the podcast page. Yeah, I know it's terrible. I, I a note on subversion though. This would be subversive. In the same way that Amy Marcos telling Duterte to reveal where she puts the money is subversive. Oh God! Somewhat meaning. Yes. So it you know it's subversive, but still it's the it's the power it's the authority figure still appropriating it. And the tire here we go here we go with intertextuality. It's appropriating the subversion. And if the hegemony appropriates the subversion, is it really still subversion? I mean. I- I, wait, wait, wait! There, there, to, to 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 that point, yeah. Are are you sure that he's really appropriating the subversion? Because I, I think in order to appropriate the subversion, he has to be aware that he's being subverted, right? Okay, does he uh, have to? I hate to talk about the terrorism more, but visual really diagram, visual diagram. Is, is fully aware of all of the incompetencies that he is dispensing out of his mouth. I mean, it seems like ultimately there is the the institution that surrounds Vince, uh, who is just as, is just as responsible for Vince's Vinceness as Vince is, because they. So if you put the thing on WrestleMania, and it's not NXT, it's not AEW, it's not some special bite this episode on the network. It's WrestleMania, and the network is free. If they are putting this and they're showing it, and then Cena's on it, I don't know how Cena can ever possibly subversive, uh, because he's the guy. He's the guy. He's the Yankees. He's Hogan. He's he's John. He's the he, no one should say he's Hogan anymore. He's John Cena. So, parang not that this is the point, no. But I just wanted to point out the subversive. It's subversive, but there's also us who also knows, also us who know better. Parang. It was still subversive. Parang kumbaga si Matt Hardy, yung ginagawa niya, subversive. You know? Yeah. Pero nung, nung inown na ng WWE, tapos pinakita sa WrestleMania, of all events, not some throwaway Raw, but WrestleMania, uh, I mean, kumbaga, it would be subversive, pero the evidence of this not being subversive fully is that 
we wouldn't really be surprised if next week Goldberg comes back and squashes the Fiend again. Oof. Okay. Here's the, uh, sorry, I, I want to ask this then. Because if you're asking if approved ng hegemony subversion, is it really still subversive? Um, is co-opting something subversive? Because I saw like especially when uh, Bray Wyatt sings Nikki Bella's theme song right in John Cena's face. Cena has to be in on that shit. And it looks yeah. subversive at first glance, but the fact that it was okayed by Cena and he was in that scene when it happened, at hindi niya Paxi Bray out of nowhere, ng, ng hindi kayfabe, is that still subversive or is that being co-opted? Well, it's a subversion it's, it's, of a subversion, I think. Yeah. It's a subversion of a subversion. Kasi, so we have layers to it? Yes. There are subversions of subversions of subversions. Because, all right, if we could go back to what Let's just imagine us watching that over and over again. A puppet character that looks like Vince. Uh, yeah. An empty ring. All of these references. Now, again, if you consider WWE Network and who were watching WrestleMania, I would, I would eat my shoe if I said that, there were, that a lot of them were casuals just in for it. No, these are smart people. These are smart wrestling fans who, like you and me, find it to be a duty to watch WrestleMania and therefore are completely aware of what's going on. Therefore, the story of WrestleMania should tell what they want to see. So, right. so it's, all, it's all selling it. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a version of subversion of subversion. And in the end, ito naman tayong na auto lahat. Right, exactly, exactly. I guess. But I mean, I mean, no, I mean, not that, again, this wasn't the point. This wasn't uh, what I guess we intended to discuss. But on the note lang of subversion, wala, nagago lang tayo ulit. And it's, parang time will tell it's really, if it's really subversive, but it can't be subversive. Parang I think ultimately it's limited by, it's produced by the institution. So, you know, what, what we, it was a, a co-opting, it was an appropriation, so it now owns it. Parang, there's no getting beyond the meta, there's, there's no meta it. it ito, ito this is the, this is peak meta. Wala na magpipeak meta dito bukod sa, <laughs> unless ginawa ng salabas ng institution, unless ginawa ni Matt Hardy, unless, unless John Cena and Bray Wyatt leave and produce their own shit. It, this is the most meta thing WWE can possibly produce. And I think, to get back to what we were talking about, I think that's why it's so remarkable. Because who knew that they would actually get there? That they would actually go to all the places they went? Because all the, all the, Cena is the most talked about person in the past 20 years, I think. And there is almost nothing, uh, and there's, uh, no, no major talking point in his career na hindi niya in-address sa match na yun. Lahat! Lahat talaga. Yeah, that's true. So, I, I think, uh, I mean, uh, there, later, I guess, when we talk, when we go to the Boneyard, uh, we can go into, like, the dorky shit that Mara and I were talking about last night. Why don't, why don't we go there now? Yeah, we can go there. Let's go there. Yeah. What's yeah, in the Boneyard match? I hear the word subversion again, I am leaving the show. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, the greatest match ever. He doesn't have a degree. 
Shout out to our <laughs> lawyer friend. The greatest match ever, the Boneyard match. Shout out to our yeah, lawyer dude. friend, uh, Nikki Boy Gutierrez, who had to look up the meaning of the word subversion tonight. I'm oh, so yeah, lawyer there, bro. What about that? Let's try to bring this down to a uh, to a more massa level, I guess, because that's exactly what I thought when I was watching the Boneyard match. It was basically Undertaker being FPJ. It yes. took me back to the nineties, where <laughs> FPJ would be a gunslinging hero in a in a Filipino western. Nasa warehouse siya na madilim, tapos may sagu paan, tapos one versus all. That's ang kulang ang kulang na lang dun nakamaong si Undertaker, eh. not the yeah. not the freaky the pants. <laughs> no, you know what this is? This is the Undertaker if he was a badass Lolo, if he was Liam Neeson, if he was Ben so FPJ, FPJ is a badass Lolo. FPJ, Exactly. All these badass Lolos who keep doing action movies that nobody asks for. This is the Undertaker. You can actually feel the wariness on his face. You can feel the weight that he carries. Um, you, can, you can see it. You can see the, the wear and tear on his, on his body and it you're still afraid of him. You're still there's still some level of reverence towards this uh, character. I really appreciated the boneyard match because I think it's the best use of the Undertaker, and I sh- I believe it should have been the only use of the Undertaker like, ever since he started doing all the all the undead wizard shit. Because now that you gave us this this cinematic experience featuring. The undead wizard he was really meant to be all this time. I can't go back to seeing him wrestle in in a ring in a in a ring live in person. I think he gotta have he has to have movie magic every time he comes out in order to really sell uh, what you know the character is supposed to be. Right? Uh, if you know, you're not willing to do yeah. that, then I suggest you bring the Undertaker character all the way back to Earth. Uh, don't. Uh, lean back into the you know big evil American badass biker taker shit, but at this point that I, I, when he's old, when he's broken down, uh, you know, damning old jokes, pinitawan doon sa mismong match, sa mismong segment. I think this is really the best way to to make the most use of him without you know having to injure him, without you know putting him at the risk of so much injury when he, whenever he steps back in the ring. Yo, can we can I get this out for a sec? Nah, it wasn't just. It wasn't just Biker Taker that was coming out there. Uh, we, this is the closest we're ever going to get to getting the many faces of Taker. Like, the three, fa- you know how, like, there was that one rumble we got three faces of Foley? I right. think this is, like, this is, like, the closest we're ever going to get to something like that. Nah, it's, it's weird and it's fun, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, you know that you're in on the joke also. Yeah, no, we talked yeah. about this in the previous episode. This Mark Calloway-fication of The Undertaker is an, essentially a collaboration of all The Undertakers ever. His very first Undertaker, Corporate Ministry Undertaker, Big Evil Undertaker. It's all rolled into one Undertaker, which is what we got last uh, Sunday. Yeah, I mean, Mark Thoughts on the Boneyard match? We can mm-hmm. jump right in with the intertextuality stuff. I don't yeah. even I don't even yeah, see it as, yeah. as intertextual at all. Yeah. But oh, I, yeah. I considered it the pilot episode of the Undertaker show on Netflix. <laughs> 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 no, but, um, if you missed the Provinciano because it was replaced by <laughs> Bro all of a sudden Bro. on 3TV, 
then watch the Undertaker show. Because I mean, look, it had everything you ever wanted: uh, Metallica soundtrack, him summoning fire, uh, druids, a uh, barn, tombstone, choke slams that were believable. Those are the only two wrestling moves I've seen. Was that was the watching it was the choke slam and the tombstone on um on Anderson, I believe. Dalawa silang tuwene. Dami nang sapak. Oh, sapak, the, yeah, sapak, sipa, yes, sure. Sa, but you're sapak, not, you're not. I, I think you're not watching this, expecting a clinic. You know what I mean? That's you're true. Not you're in, not they're not in the ring, guys. I mean, yeah. like there are no rules. Why would I do a wrestling move uh, on you know on on my backyard? I mean, on, diba, on my Undertaker, lawn, right? Undertaker can't go old school. Don't subdue, don't bore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Mikey Mar, I'm not sure which one of you asked me this, um, and which match you were referring to. But what one of you asked, um, is the Firefly Funhouse actually a match? Or is the Boneyard match actually a match? Uh, oh, no, yeah, was no. it was it you, Mario? That was me. That was me. Um, were you asking yeah, this we about the Boneyard match or the Firefly Funhouse match? Yeah, when I was, uh, so I had, I had finally had time to sleep. So, naisipko. <laughs> When I when I woke up this morning, I realized that the Firefly Funhouse was a match. It was a wrestling match. It took place in a ring. It had all the seasonings of wrestling, so to speak. Pero yung Undertaker show, the Boneyard match, wasn't. It was an episode of naging personalan siya. And the only wrestling parts in there were three things. The Tombstone, the Choke Slam, and the Buried Alive part with... AJ's quote unquote hand. Yun na yun. <laughs> oh, yun na yun. That was the wrestling the part. I, that was the wrestling part of it. May, ano, may I uh, yeah, go ahead. May go ahead. I Absolutely. Respectfully, yeah. respectfully disagree with my dear friend. Yes. Uh, I, I, and I, this is what we were talking about also. Parang I feel like it has to be a match. Because if it's not, uh, it has to be a match, meaning it's not classified as primarily wrestling. Because if it's not wrestling, I was FPJ fan growing up. Parang ironically, lang, hey, FPJ na katuwa, but I never actually watched. I never actually watched an FPJ movie. Nineties action a, movie. Yeah, no. I'm sure, you've I seen mean, a nineties action movie. Warehouse in the it, end. Yeah. I'd skip it on the way to Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, but right, I, I would right. not. I never actually got to, to watch much of it. So I was not, let alone be a fan of it. So what I'm saying is, if it's not wrestling, it would, to me, it seems like it's a really bad film. Like, this is a lame, dumb film that you but, watch, you know, like, to but we'll watch it. Yeah, but you we'll know what? The, the lame, dumb film is miles better than, you know, watching empty arena wrestling where there's no one to respond. I agree. Diba? I agree. Like, I agree. I agree, but I'm uh, just saying that the framing of of it, it, parang it has to be wrestling. Because if kung pag kung hindi siya wrestling ah, wala ang labong short film naman ito. Let's all gather on a Sunday night to watch collectively with millions of other people. I don't think so. Parang but because it's Undertaker, so I'm thinking, what else is wrestling about it? The two moves, um, the punches that were worked, but with sound effects, guys. No offense to the wrestlers, but the sound effects made it so good. Yes, like, I know, right? yes. yeah, I agree. I super like, agree with this. And and it's okay, but it, it worked. Like, oh, oh, sakit. Oh, but you know, it's yeah, the, we've been conditioned by action movies. Galing. and but anyway, but also the entrances. 
which would not happen in real life or in any film. Parang why would they enter? Why would there be it? it parang why would there be entrance music? Why would there be entrance music? Why would, why would Metallica give us a song? Come no, no. To me, though, no to audience. Me, no, no. To me, I th- I thought the entrance, at least on AJ's part, where he comes in in a hearse and mocks the Undertaker's coffin and all that. I thought it was like a psych out of something. Like, yeah, Shempre, you gotta, you gotta, gotta show. <laughs> you gotta show. <laughs> that's true. You gotta show them coming to the to the location. Diba? I mean, like we start where uh, when they are already there. Diba? No, I. I, I, I that you have to enter. Uh, you can. You, no, you have to enter a room where you're gonna fight someone. But I mean, no, we're in the pre- <laughs> no, it's in the pretext of a match, right? Right. No, exactly. Yeah. No, that's yeah. exactly my point. Parang it is the parang it's a that makes it a wrestling match. May entrance siya. Kasi sa boneyard naman yun, walang tao, eh, walang audience. Pero knowing that because there's an entrance, it accepts the premise. The entire premise accepts na may nanunood sa match na to. So wrestling parin siya. Whereas FPJ is like fourth wall, walang camera. This is a real fight. So boneyard match. May may konting wrestling parento guys. Because I mean, may druid. But I think about it. There's no one in the boneyard. He enters uh, with druids to psych out nobody, nobody, right? But also, but we, the audience, are like tired. But as a wrestling fan, it's like you get uh, it. We get it. It's you, so cool. You get it. And parang, finally, parang he gets to exactly. He gets to ride the motorcycle for longer than like five seconds, Because that's the biker taker. Jing. Tapos iikot siya sa ring pero nakita mo yung steps na kaganon so may oh. pagka-fakery happening. Pero ito parang pang ano, biker talaga siya. Astig. Solid. So that's the yun yung sinasabi ko na it has to be wrestling kasi otherwise it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Okay, but, here's a question. It's fun dumb though. Dumb fun. Yes, it's, it's the best. Yeah, on that note, <laughs> na, the boneyard match was dumb fun. I think we can all acknowledge that and all respectfully uh, call it that because of our wrestling fandom. But on its own, did we enjoy or did we like the boneyard match genuinely, or was that an ironic type of love or cult following? Like I'm thinking of the crow, yung filmy Brandon Lee, which was a very bad film, but it has a cult following because of the legend behind it and you know how it led to Brandon Lee's untimely death. So um, I I don't think anyone had to die in the boneyard match legit, but well somebody yung, did stand somebody died. Yung appreciation banatin of the boneyard match is it genuine enjoyment and like or is, is it an ironic love because it was so bad or so? Uh, bad? I wanna I wanna go first. Um, I, I'd say at first na ironic siya, but you know it was placed at the right time because after an entire WrestleMania night one. Again, here I go back again to the empty arena criticism. After that, after all of that, I, it was such a welcome change for me. Because now I don't have to deal with um, the expectation of a reaction. Because it's uh, it's to me, uh, to all of us, it was a short film as far as we're all concerned. So I genuinely enjoyed it for that. But I guess, no, I don't know. Even if it were in a normal show, I think I still would have enjoyed it. Because I don't know, maybe it's just me that I like different stuff. But... It was genuinely enjoyable because uh, 
I don't know. It, it just was because it, it was kind of earnest in a way. Like it wasn't really pretending to be some sort right. of uh, masterwork, masterwork of cinema. So I enjoyed. It wasn't it for trying what it was. to be anything. It wasn't trying to be anything more than it was. True. Yes. Exactly. That's that. That, and that's and I think like you mean the fight point. to the death. Yes, because somebody died. <laughs> <laughs> somebody died, Mikey. Don't tell, died, Mikey. Don't tell JDL right. that. You're right. You're right. Anyway, no, sorry. You were saying. Sorry, Ro, you done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, for me, I thought of this, uh, the Boneyard match, as a better version of Ultimate the Legion in the sense that mm. there were no burning trellises, you know, nobody had to fight a drone. None of that stupid bullshit. No, for no me, dilapidated boats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, none, of that, none, of, none of that silliness involved. Dilapidated boats. If you were going... For me, say, it, yeah, if you were going to... You done, Gamos? We good? I'm good, I'm good, coach. Okay. For me, if you're going to suspend my reality, go all the way or don't at all. Like, if you're going to make it really, uh, really unbelievably real, you go all the way. So I felt like with this, with this one, they were able to do so uh, in the sense that um, they we are able to bring out the Undertaker's powers, quote unquote, and he teleported behind AJ Styles, and he let he set the building on fire without any source. Oh my God, he's still a wizard. But then at the same time, if you compare it to the Firefly Funhouse match, which is what I did, I didn't find myself enjoying um the Boneyard match as much because. There were there, in this, there were certain elements that were like, "Ah, you fire, yeah, my pyro, he tell me you fire away, and the and the do it, and like the 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 Undertaker sign was just lasers. You could clearly see it was lasers. He has laser powers now. What? Now, so like, does he does he have the power to hire anymore? Does he have the power to hire a tech crew? Is that it? Like, is that? Chaka, even if see AJ yun challenge a boneyard match. Meron ng tombstone si AJ Styles dun na kinover yeah, before oh, Undertaker the big, the big reveal with the with the netting <laughs> says AJ Styles like oh uh, <laughs> that's the big reveal okay okay so like and, and there were the, there were things there that really stuck out to me and as a movie fan hindi ko siya, I couldn't get over it as much you mean as a movie snob <laughs> well, yeah, yeah as a movie snob sure sure yes mm-hmm. okay so, yes, uh, yeah. Any other additional thoughts on the Boneyard match? Um, I'll, just, I'll just take off from what Chino said. Na, if you're going to suspend by this disbelief, you might as well go all the way. And this is a case of, kung lolokohin mo ko, lokohin mo na ko in, and screw me over in every possible way. Wow. Like, May hugot Wow, man. <laughs> make, it, like, make it so campy. Make it make it so ridiculous, make it so stupid. I mean, I mean, we all know Undertaker was going to win. <laughs> yeah. we all oh, know, I didn't want Taker to win. <laughs> I didn't want him to win. We all know yeah. that. We all we know that. We had him losing on the podcast. We all said yeah. that he wasn't going to win. Yeah. Oh, we, we wanted, we want, parang we all expected the, some dead zombie Taker coming in, but no, it became, it, 
more metamorphosed into this this FPJ Lito Lapid Julio Valiente character na kulang na lang <laughs> kulang na lang may lasso and then dragged AJ along no he needed the revolver he needed the revolver I... he needed if parang if you're going to suspend this belief and this is what I really appreciated about the Boneyard match is you really you really fooled me to the point that it that even that ironic love that grabe naman to, ang bigat ng usapan ha? even that ironic <laughs> love that I started with watching that <laughs> turned into a real genuine appreciation for this match which is for all intents and purposes a love letter to the story of the undertaker Wow, that's so, the one. That's the before thing. we that's... let Mikey in. Uh, shout out to Quatro who's chiming in. Sabi niya, depende kasi sa definition mo ng match. And to him, whether my entrance or my audience o wala, there are two people competing over something, and there are means to declare a winner. That makes it a match. If it was played as part of a movie or my portion na ganon, you would call it a scene where they had a match. At ibang usapan na lang if you define it otherwise or if it's wrestling. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Also true. Yeah, Mikey, you wanted to uh, get your point in. Yeah, no, uh, well, I, my points were in, but I wanted to add, an, um, I'm very closely associated with a casual wrestling fan who I'm not allowed to mention tonight. But uh, so I was like, yo, you have to watch this. It's the greatest wrestling. So sempre after the hype, I was like, you have to watch it. So Mickey seems to that. So I was like, come here, you have to watch this. I'll show it to you. You have to sit down and watch this. It's the best wrestling match ever. So she's watching it, and she's like, "Why is the Undertaker talking? The Undertaker shouldn't be talking." Oh, oh, uh, Mikey, is this, this your so artista stupid. friend? Oh, this is uh, no, this is my wife. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's no, I was she's ask watching it. Very casual fan. Yes, I was. Yes, this is a uh, okay. So I'm not. She, I think she's watching the live, but sorry, no choice. But she was, she, her background is the reason she got into psychology and she started her career is because of the three phases of Foley. And it captivated what? her as a young person. And it was like, oh, oh my God, psychology is amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> I want to meet but, your wife now. So I, I wanted her to, to get her date. And all she could say was, This is so stupid. This isn't wrestling. This is that's, that's so stupid. And then I was like, What? And then, uh, and then there would be, and then lalo na yung the thing the, where he poses in the end. Tapos may laser shows alikod. Tapos yung pyro. And she's like, ah, you're liking it ironically. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> you were expecting the stripper pole to appear. Put her on a call now. Bring her into the room. No, I Bring cannot, her into I the room. Have her no, sit on down. It, no. it'll, it'll cost me too much. But, um, what's this? Like your marriage? <laughs> <laughs> or my evening but it will it will it was genuinely like may disconnect talaga so I'm I was gonna see but it seems like we're all in agreement na medyo ironic nga pero hindi astig talaga eh kasi that's how I really felt I was like it was really freaking cool within the within again within the framework of wrestling yeah, parang yeah. you have to watch have watched wrestling you have to have watched a, a whole hour set a few hours of empty arena wrestling and then you'd watch that, and it's like, pare, it's so good. And I guess <laughs> it's, it's make, it makes <laughs> wow, slap soil katalaga, Stan. Slap soil katalaga, Stan. Slap soil, slap soil. My my new name of his finisher is the slaps. The slap soil. And then just, just add 
So, so just add the last point to what you're saying. I guess nga, to make it meta, the the fact that we disagreed about the match but still accepted as a match, parang makes it more wrestling than anything. Parang her ultimately she was saying, yeah, I know it's stupid. The same way you would say a wrestling match is stupid. So parang nas nas na meta satisfy na ako na okay. And I'm not stupid. I'm like yeah, I'm not stupid for liking this. We just disagree. I really enjoyed it. It was so good. No, I agree, Naman. I agree. I understand for sure why some people wouldn't like it because it's not the same. It's not the same thing as your usual wrestling match. And I guess if you aren't a fan like us, if you haven't seen the final deletion, you haven't seen Lucha Underground, you haven't seen all that kind of shit where uh, you can actually take it from outside the arena, from the traditional wrestling ring. That's talaga. Right. We're we're more open-minded, I guess, and that's okay. That's okay too. Or you could call it we're an evolution of wrestling, an evolution of yeah, craft, right? That's because true. This, yeah. uh, before the final deletion and before Lucha Underground, the idea of a cinematic match was barely explored, if at all. So the fact right. that it's being explored right now shows that wrestling is still evolving. In a way, it reminds me of Max Landis. Wrestling isn't wrestling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's time to watch that again. Yeah, that's true. But uh, definitely a plus. Uh, sec plus one to the to the idea that it is the evolution of wrestling, especially now, right. where uh, we can't really do usual matches or shows right now. So it it eventually had to go there at some point. But just to add, parang this wouldn't have happened well outside of having a plague coming to eat us all. That's parang true. yes, parang yeah, this wouldn't have happened no, if it wasn't if it wasn't if it wasn't the Undertaker who was there. Imagine mo kung si Miz nandun or Apollo Cruz or, or or some other or some not to not to underestimate their capabilities to act or anything pero it deserved the Undertaker there kasi kung hindi si Undertaker yon sino who would do it who would do a Sir Wyatt Alistair Black Alistair Black yes what you go knocking on people's door and ask for a fight no, I think at this point though, uh, at this point, any, any, no, any, any wrestler, now that we've established that we can actually do this, any wrestler can do this. So for the first, it had to have been Undertaker, but now, or, and you know, Matt Hardy. I cannot buy into it. You're not limited by the psychology of the wrestler here. Eh? You're not limited yeah, yeah. by the gimmick. You're only limited. This just proves that you're only limited, really, by imagination. Nah, it's not just porket undead wizard ka or uh, monster ka from an alternate dimension. Diba? You, you only have to do this thing. I mean, John Cena, whoever thought he would be able to participate in such a subversive, there we go, match. <laughs> Uh, like, like, like the Firefly Funhouse, and who would have thought that AJ Styles or was able to uh, pull off something like the Boyard match? But it's not, it's not something that is limited by gimmick. I think it's only limited by, by the scope. That's true. That's true. I agree with you. It's definitely about what you can do with it. Again, it's I'd love to see. We've... I'd love to see this done in the nineties with. Val Venus or something. <laughs> what would have happened? The Hollywood <laughs> match, right? 
What you tell Yamaguchi? Chopping, chopping your pee. Chopping, chopping your pee. And Brazzers existed by then. It shot like a porno. I think the remarkable. I mean, there were the powers now of Undertaker, the right? teleporting and the lightning and the whatever and the death theme. Pero the the revel the subversive thing about this thing, the revolutionary <laughs> thing about this match was that this match is that you can have a fight outside the ring that is filmed this way. And I think the, the one of the ways that it can be the future is if, and with all due respect to all the performers in the all wrestling performers in this call and listening um that you just have to have wrestlers who are not up their own ass about wrestling uh, i mean you know oh, yeah. yung mga jim jim cornet types yung mga hindi wrestling yan kasi walang whatever ang galing mo yung mga yon and you just have to have people who are just a little more open minded about wrestling to accept that this is what wrestling can be i mean pow- powers aside syempre yung powers kay undertaker lang yan kay broken mat lang yan Okay, whatever. Pero, I mean, this is a fight scene with wrestling elements that is shot as in with a gritty film with uh, with with a score. It had a score. It had music, and it made it better. I don't think the music made it better because it was Undertaker. I think the music worked because what well, the music worked. I I, I feel like uh, I mean. Kumbaga, the future of non-audience wrestling can either be this or the last man standing match ni Edge Johnny Orton, which it, it was a little good shit. That's good shit. Which was right because it's like it fits classic wrestling. Ang wala lang talaga dun yung audience. Yeah. Pero it's, yeah, it it's was like, step. It, yeah, um, it was it was wrestling talaga. Pero how fucked up was it that uh, in that last man standing match we saw Edge choking Randy Orton out with gym equipment, knowing that you know that we saw Dark Side of the Ring on Benoit like a couple weeks ago. I think it was an homage. I think. Wow! Really? An homage to his former tag team partner. Looking at it, looking at it. Oh my God! You're forgetting the homage is catharsis, diba? Oh my God! What is wrong with you, Maro? I think it was was that Maro? Was that my? That was Maro. Maro. Not me. It was his last match. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just kicked myself out of the wrestling community. I'm, you're cancelled, man. You're fucking. I am cancelled. I have just Mara, deleted myself. Okay. Mara, take take comfort. There, I'm sure there are hundreds of wrestling fans who will consider you their hero now. But finally, someone said it. <laughs> wow! My Twitter self is projecting here. Let's bring back Benoit and whatever. And then, so with, with that, folk hero nila. With that, parang if I go back to like Edge versus Orton, going back to wrestling history, like remember Booker T and Stone Cold in that match? Uh, yeah. Uh, when right. they were in the grocery store. Mm. This is like. Evolution of that, eh? no audio. Yeah, yeah. And then, but it had the added element of this being Edge's first match in nine years. Was it? Yeah. Was it, has it been that? Has it been that long? Yes, first yes. singles match since 2011, since uh, WrestleMania against uh, oh. Del Rio. 
it felt good. It felt long. It felt much shorter than that. Wow. Tapos, you had Orton, who is like, he was trying to. He was trying to keep up with the madness of Edge. So, I really, really appreciated that match. Pero, it needed a crowd, to be honest. Yeah. It needed people throwing popcorn. It needed either a crowd or it needed like sound effects of punches and background music underneath. Oh, and like yeah, yeah, this is a perfect example of how you shouldn't rely on the gimmick uh, to produce a cinematic match because I can totally see this turning into a cinematic match, right? Like with sound effects shot properly, with like grittiness and music, I would, I would totally buy it. This this match would have worked with like if they if this if everything else was the best entry for the year, I think it would have been like students of full Thomas, I'm sure you were trying to get a great point out there. We just couldn't <laughs> because Bel Air Internet is not Bel Air Internet, sir. How is this now? How is this? Okay, now? better, 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 better. Okay, then, then, then it got worse. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> this should not be funny, but it's just so funny. Bell Air Internet. <laughs> okay, how about now? Okay, okay. So the point is, if the Emmy Bell Air Internet being subversive. It's only funny because you're you're in Bel Air. Kamus, you know what you call your internet? Slab soil. It's the heel. It's the heel. Slab soil internet, Kamus. Heel, you boy. Slab soil internet. That backfired so quickly. Maybe you should type it and we'll, we'll read it out for you. Okay, right, take out, take out. Um, is, is there anything else that you want uh, to discuss in particular, Mikey, Mara? Like, um, before we get to the questions, because uh, we, we've gone an hour with you guys. Mikey, I know you have a wife and a kid. Uh, Maro, I don't know what you have going on, but like... <laughs> yeah, I, I would just like to say that Kyrie was really cute in that match. <laughs> yes! Oh, cutesy Kyrie. And the other match that I really appreciated in WrestleMania was in the two days of WrestleMania was you know what I really hated the fact that they had a host. Oh, yeah, man, they had drunk. Yeah, did absolutely. Neither did absolutely nothing. But it did not add, did not subtract. He was just there. But so, Alexa did not last year. Yeah, but at least and the new day before that. Oh, the new day before that, pero Gronk really didn't. I guess it's the absence of a crowd. Pero again, <laughs> going back to this being the best WrestleMania ever, it just goes to show that maybe you can do a certain amount right. of wrestling without a crowd. No crowd is good. And oh no, I don't like it. I don't. I just don't like it. Oh, then I don't like it. it. It's, it's never going to be not big. as performers. It's not a good thing. Talaga. it yep. wasn't a good idea at all. Because we've always compared it 
I mean, for the past hundred years to theater. Wrestling is theater. Eh? There we go. It became wrestling as a movie. Is it necessarily better or worse? We don't, I don't know. I don't perform. So I, I'm sure you guys, since you ply your craft in the ring, you thrive off the energy that comes with the crowd. Kung, and, and if you're an actor, kunwari, tapos nagpo-perform ka sa scene, tapos nakikita lang doon sa pinilakang tabing, so to speak, it's not the same energy. Eh. So, jury's out on that one, I think. Pero, yeah. Y- yun yung analogy eh. When wrestling stopped becoming theater, some, hopefully temporarily, because of this disease that's plaguing us. So You know what's funny, Mario? When you mentioned the thing about uh, wrestling becoming a movie, yung philosophy ni Triple H, or at least ng WWE management, about wrestling when it's being shot is treated as a movie. Because if you watch yung mga documentaries, diba, the younger uh, wrestlers, the trainees at the performance center, yun yung sinasabi nilang tinuturo sa kanila from day one. Treat it like a movie. We're shooting a movie here. And then, nagkataon na this pandemic happened and it necessitated the actual shooting of an actual movie in the context of wrestling. It's just really hilarious to me, or fascinating rather, na ito yung nangyari. Uh, I, I think, to, sorry, sige, sige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, to, to, your, to both of your points, the, the, what this revealed was that bullshit lang yung talk na wrestling is a movie. Because this showed na when they were forced to make it a movie, they suck at so much of it. Like, they're so married to all the, tra- the trappings of old wrestling. Bullshit lang yung movie-movie na yan. Sinasabi ni Triple H na, this is not like real sports. It's more like a Rocky movie. Uh, you, you can see that in the entire six-hour, two-night WrestleMania, the only thing that was like the Rocky movie was the Boneyard match. And then the Firefly Funhouse was was the one that played with the formula of the Boneyard match. But everything else was shot like fake sports. Parang, parang, that's the tragic part of it. That's the thing that's so sad. Parang, it, entrances as a concept are so stupid. Yung tipong you're interrupted by music in an empty yeah, arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parang, pero we as wrestling fans, we love it. No? Pero the fact, the crowd talaga, the, what the crowd, what the absence of the crowd should, revealed was how much they are stuck to their ways. How how not forward thinking they actually are, except for a, a specific few. Um, like Edge's promo when he came back, uh, that first thing where he came back, and he was talking to just the camera. Parang, I guess there's so many things about wrestlers who are mad about talking to the camera, but in this case, the only person you can be talking to is the camera. And the people who did, those are the ones who made it work. The Boneyard match was filmed for the camera, and that's why it worked. Everything else was film for an audience that wasn't there. And then, it was like you're putting a camera inside the theater to record a play. Parang, you, you can't... There are, I mean, as a theater student, you can watch that, and you can appreciate a play that you watch on a screen. Pero, if you want to engage the story and appreciate the art form that's happening, that's not the way to do it. You either have to be there live, or you have to watch the film version of that story, the film adaptation of that story. That weird in-between is only for the hardcore people, only for people like us. And I think that's why the Boneyard thing worked. Anyway, but I'm, I'm, losing my, I'm losing my trap. My point is, what this revealed was that they're not very good at what they say they're good at. 
and that it and that the boneyard match seems parang kung uh, god forbid na walang bumalik na audience uh, we're going to have to see more and more boneyard matches because it only takes i mean sino ba yung talagang magaling na performer na hindi mo kang tanga ng konti sa buong WrestleMania over the past three weeks pili lang eh like you got edge you got orton you got owens rollins kinda um and then the rest are still like I mean Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch, whom I love dearly. After she won, stood on the turnbuckles to pose. Parang yung ganon. Parang no, don't do that. It ruins it. It shows you that you're still pretending. It shows you that it's fake. That it's not a real thing that just happened. That you're. I mean, still if you want to talk about something real, we can bring up Otis. Because that was uh-huh. like legitimately like the best part of the oh. show, um, Boneyard and right. Firefly Funhouse matches aside, like yun right. it was a legitimate celebration. It was, there was real joy and everything. It was very cathartic. It yeah. was still very much wrestling. Like I think na um, audience or not, that was a story and a match that worked. Yes. But at the same yeah. time, I have to agree with Mikey. Wherein there are certain aspects of this. Or kind of stupid. Like, see, Drew McIntyre, when he came out, he was posing for a crowd of nobody, right? Like, he was doing his thing like it was a packed house in the original venue and not an empty performance center, you know? So there like, there are certain adjustments you have to make, certain grains of salt that you have to take when you're watching this, right? Say we are in a essentially strange time. So... You know, it's it is weird, yes. But then there are also moments throughout the card, you know, like Otis, like Owens versus Rollins, and I kind of found I, I appreciated and actually liked. Um, any other thoughts uh, from our guests, Mikey and Mara, before we get to yung listener questions? Um, just just one, just a final thought is that okay. through this conversation that we're having, I realized something though is that. Maybe wrestlers never wrestle each other. They wrestle for the attention of the audience. So, yes. dahil, dahil walang tao, there was a nice fan that, that <laughs> one fan <laughs> that was joke. Because when you wrestle, I realized that you do all of these spots, you do all of these holds, you do all of these moves in order to capture the attention of the audience. It's never about it's never just about winning yeah. the match. I'm sure you guys who wrestle agree would probably agree with that to a certain extent. Yeah, I think so. That's yeah, because okay, yeah. So I get I get what he's trying to say. Because <laughs> like from my point of view as a comedian, you also need an audience there. Right? You can't just do comedy for a show of nobody or else how would you know what works? Right? How would you know if what you're what's doing funny. is actually effective? Right? What's funny or what works or what gets a pop or what puts you over? Right? So at this, essentially, you're going to have to rely on um, nothing you have to do that and it's it's weird that's why we find it all weird because this this wouldn't be normal under normal circumstances but yet here we are yeah uh so um mikey any other thoughts before we uh before we let you go uh i'm singing before i let you go in my head right now by freestyle oh, no please. um 
um, no, that's that's it. It was it was fun, but it's also like, oh, what's gonna happen to wrestling now? And yeah. and and that's the that's the fun part, and uh, that's the fun part that I'd love to hear you guys talk about every week for the next however long this podcast runs. All right. On that note, uh, thank you to our guests, Maro Rimorin and Mikey Lurin. You can catch their work, however sporadic that is, on smarthenry.ph. Sorry. Oh yeah, Mikey writes uh, very sporadic, critical thinking pieces. Uh, I, I just want to take this public forum opportunity to remind you that you have a deadline <laughs> on the first week of uh, May. Because right. it's Mark Henry's anniversary week, and Maro de Morden, you see his writing come up whenever somebody dies. He's our so did anyone, did anyone AJ die? Styles. <laughs> AJ Styles, come on. Okay, the eulogy for AJ Styles. <laughs> Thank for you, guys. Uh, where where can people follow you on Twitter if they want to throw some intertextual questions your way? Oh God! Oh God! Uh, subversive <laughs> questions. Um, Don't no, ask uh, questions. Uh, at Mikey Lurin, uh, at uh, at M I K E Y L L O R I N. Shoot some stuff at me. It's it's. I need things to do. Shoot some Mar- stuff at me. It's M A R O C H K R I M. Oh God, Mikey Maro, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun having you on. <laughs> thank really you so appreciate much. it, brothers. Much love and uh, and have a have a blessed Holy Week or however you wish to spend it. Happy anniversary. Thank you so much. Mikey, don't do drugs. No one should do drugs. Mikey, don't make your kids do drugs. Oh, I am not know what I'm drugging. All right. As we say, uh, say goodbye to Mikey and Maro. We're taking in questions, and this is the point where you can either leave them in the comment section. It's going to be like a live show, parang ginawa natin sa most nung. Uh, episode number 300 so you can leave them in the comment section or uh, you can message us and we'll give you the zoom link you can call in and immortalize yourself um, I believe our friend Anthony Coelho actually wanted to be uh, wanted to be in line so Anthony this is your cue to call so parang radyo parang in the meantime let's get to this question from JK Omniel over on the um, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Facebook page he asks, which did you guys like better, night one or night two of WrestleMania? Let's start with Camus. Um, night one because Sami Zayn. Of course. Okay. You know. That's it. The, you know, really, okay. Night one, night one for me was like the better night all like all throughout because night two, like seriously, uh, Firefly Funhouse for me and Otis is great, but it doesn't trump the entire very solid night one. All right, uh, Ro, which did you like better, night one okay. or night two? Uh, all right, night one was fast, but I like night two better. Um, despite the overly long uh, last man standing match between Edge and Orton, I generally thought it had bigger, better, bigger payoffs, better wrestling. Um, but even though the Boneyard match was on night one, uh, I thought that night two was just better wrestled all throughout. All right, uh, Chino. I would say night one because it's more evenly paced. Um, I felt like the McIntyre, uh, McIntyre, uh, Brock Lesnar match was just them spamming each other's finishers. Like, yes, but but conversely, uh, night one also had uh, emotional moments like Owens versus Rollins and and the Boneyard match, right? And yeah, okay, I guess. 
granted the power slam is not that different from a running power slam but at least hindi sila 5f5s and 5 tamers in the face that was that was there in 15 minutes diba? you expected you sort of expected brock to run longer you don't expect goldberg to run a 15 minute match but That's you kind of expect that from brock diba because you know that he can do it so my 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 expectations were set coming into night one and they were met. Night two, not so much. Ako, uh, night two, I like that better because one, Edge, um, I, I couldn't stop marking out in the privacy of my own room. Na narinig pa sa wave kasi yung tech namin, hindi kami sinabihan na on-air na kami. So nagmamark out pa ako for Edge. Kinakanta ko po narinig sa on-air at sa Facebook Live. So shout out to Wave Tech. Thank you very much. Um, that's num- number one. Number Damn two, it. Otis. I love the Otis moment, the Otis match, the, the payoff with Tim and Mandy getting together with that kiss. Wonderful. And number three, the Firefly Funhouse match. Really loved it. So yeah, it's night two for me. Wonderful right, shirt, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're being joined by our good friend, Anthony Coelho, also of Smart Henry, and he is wearing the official Shut Up Camus Wrestling Wrestling Podcast t-shirt, our only piece of yeah. merch available pa rin. So far. So far. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Anthony, what's your question for this episode? Okay. Uh, okay. First of all, happy anniversary to the five. Thank of you. you. Thank you. Thanks, Thank you. bud. Okay. So, okay. Uh, I'm gonna try and keep this short. Uh, as you know, WrestleMania didn't happen the way it was supposed to happen. Uh, in particular, some of the guys uh, didn't you know didn't get that moment in front of the big crowd that. Uh, I think most of us were hoping for. Uh, best example would be Edge, uh, making his return after how many years to crickets. Uh, Drew McIntyre finally completing his arc to no one watching in the crowd. Uh, do you think this was something that they had to do right now, given that it was WrestleMania, or given the situation? Uh, was this something you think uh, you thought that they could have moved to a later date? Whenever things would be normal again. So, yeah, uh, I'll start and so I'll say ready. no. I, I wish that they'd held off. I wish that um, they would have found some excuse or some way to justify postponing WrestleMania to a more normal time. And I just thought it was really selfish of WWE to have pushed through. So yeah, that, that's my short answer. Uh, Anuman, we're, we're going to talk about this question, the answer to this question for years. As in, this isn't going to be a debate that's going to stop in the near future, especially if things get worse with regards to uh, coronavirus. Diba? So uh, at this point, um, I think it was a net positive button for the WWE and its fans because uh, the fans got something to be entertained by. And I think for as long as it helps the fans feel better about being stuck in this whole thing, I guess it's okay in the I'm going to go and say no. And I feel like they could have held off uh, producing any sort of wrestling content for uh, a good few months. Everybody else is doing it. Why make what the, what makes the WWE uh, special? What, what accepts them from the rule of a lockdown or of a quarantine? I'm all for wrestlers' health and safety. If if it puts the wrestler's health at risk, then I don't see any sort of payoff for it. Then it'll be worth risking their health for. So I uh, felt like 
Yes, we did. We did get things like the Firefly Funhouse and your Boneyard match, but at the same time, in the in, in the larger scope of things, to again as Ro, uh, I don't I don't see how it would have been more beneficial had it happened now versus had it happened later. Okay, for me, for me, I saw no way that this was worth the risk. Uh, are you underwater? But if it's... Yeah. <laughs> you slap so in internet. Okay, wait. How is it now? Yeah, better. better. Yeah, better, better. Hey, okay, I really hate this. Slap so in internet. Phrase of the go, night. Go, go, go. Okay, go, go, go. so my deal, my deal with it was I'm... Uh, it wasn't worth the risk, but at the same time, I just wish that it could have been it could have been pushed back a little further, like maybe a month, two months, see how bad it could get. But in the meantime, like I really don't like the way it went down. I think in hindsight, we're gonna see it be judged fairly, like depending on how bad this all gets. All right, uh, you Anthony. good, Anthony. You good. <laughs> Thanks, How many questions yeah. I'm good. Thanks, right. guys. Thanks, man. Thank you, Anthony. Thanks, Anthony. Oh, there's, a, there's a survivor question for you, Stan. Oh, okay, game. See, uh, Trina and I can take this one. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I can answer it too. From, yeah, Martin Vicencio sent this in over on the Twitter. Uh, we've seen Jenna Moraska, the winner of uh, Survivor the Amazon, go from Survivor to TNA in the past. Any other contestants you want to see step in the ring or vice versa? Like uh, uh, Johnny Mundo or jo- John Morrison in David versus Goliath, who and why? Okay. Uh, Johnny Fairplay was it in TNA? Or? Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, huh? He was involved in TNA and other indie wrestling promotions for a while. Yeah, and then yeah, he got the season from the community. Then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one I know of. I, I forget what season of Survivor he was actually. Pearl on. Islands. Pearl Islands. Okay. And uh, Micronesia. Yeah. Bro, what's you your? Know, who... See, Wait, I actually, I actually realized. I have an answer. Boston Rob. Really? Really? Boston Rob. I have a feeling he Why? would be a great wrestling character. I just feel it, man. No, like, but that, go... huh? Yeah. Who, which wrestler would go on another, right? On Survivor? I no, think no, it's no. both. No, it's, yeah, I think uh, it's the reverse. Uh, vice versa. Which... Vice versa. Mm. No, I want to yeah. see, um, I want to say, for, for wrestler going on Survivor, I want to see Braun Strowman go on Survivor, and I want to see how his awkward ass navigates all the politics of the game. I was actually, I was actually gonna say also Braun Strowman because <laughs> on one hand he's such a social liability, oh, on one, exactly. but on the right? other challenge. Challenge, ano siya, challenge perk siya. Kasi diba, he's the strong guy, so kaya kanya buhatin lahat. But then at the same time, hindi naman, naman puro strength siya. At the same time, kupal siya. Yeah, exactly. Kupal siya, diba? So, you're, you're going to be put in a position where you have to go, ah, uh, liability ba to? Or strength natin to? Or what, diba? It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good, it makes for a good uh, survivor player. Yung track record of really big guys like the Braun Strowman's of the world on Survivor is actually very spotty. Like some of them can go pretty far. Like Scott Pollard, uh, who was yeah, on yeah, the Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He made it to final nine. And then uh, he could easily also be voted out first because in the same season, your first boot was a six footer na lalaki. So, you know. Um, my answer for this uh, a Survivor player who I'd uh, want to see in wrestling, it would probably be. Uh, Fuck, I'm blanco, oh shit. Uh, ah, um, Tony Vlachos. He won Cagayan. 
he's this really crazy uh, police officer na sobrang magaling magmouth off and ang dami niya mga crazy schemes and I just think that he would be a good ma- ringside manager kasi he would talk llama at ringside at the audience. He would just go... Ako, as... Ako, ako, for a manager, I would go with coach. Yeah, it's a coach yeah, yeah, yeah. is just this ridiculously larger than life character who uh, thinks of himself as a guru of sorts. And what better uh, fit for a wrestling ring, diba? a larger than life character who is able to manipulate his way and who thinks that he's better than everybody. So, and randomly uh, quotes Marcus Aurelius and Julius Caesar. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I hope coach you know, coaches be my survivor to wrestler uh, pick. All right, uh, Mikey Lirin left us a question before he uh, before he left the chat. Uh, would you guys go on the show if you were WWE performers? I'm I'm guessing he's still referring to Survivor here. Um, oh no, I no, would, I, no. I, I mean, he's talking Mania. about WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah. sorry, WrestleMania. I got, no, um, I would take the Roman Reigns route. I would pull out. Yeah, I would also pull out. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't risk it. Yeah, I would pull out. Like I got too many. I got too many nasal congestion issues. If I got COVID from somebody in the locker room, I would die. All right. Oh wait, uh, we're trying to get more questions in. So um, I think my questions are in the Facebook page. So I'm yeah. Yeah, if you guys want to send in questions, uh, just hit us up. We'll give you the Zoom URL, or we can yeah, probably even get on comment. this. Yeah. Yeah, you can get on this and we can we can take it live. Sending a sending the link right now. Um you guys can probably check it out over on the live feeds uh Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Facebook page. I still can't believe we made this work. Shout out to Babyface Producer Ryan for gutting it out. Yeah, hey, shout out to all of PA you know, for hooking us up with the Zoom. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, Facebook Live. Like yeah. too long. Okay. Uh while we wait for questions, I'm going to go take a bathroom break real quick. Wow. Now let's look for the other questions right here. I don't have any questions now. Going on the podcast page. Amos, how is your Bel Air internet going right now? Your it's slap still soil slap internet. soil internet. It's still, it's still <laughs> sucky, dude. I love slap soil. I haven't heard that in a good five years. <laughs> it's still it a great ever. word. For some reason, I haven't heard, heard it ever. Really? Yeah. It's, it's like... It, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Where do you live again, Camus? <laughs> the streets of Bel Air. Uh, the mean streets of Bel Air. With our e-jeeps. Oh, and your and your walking distance Rockwell. <laughs> okay, and the uh, parties have, for Kasambahay. Uh, I have one question here that we haven't answered yet. We wait for Stan. Yeah, let's wait for Stan to get back. But are you guys watching right now? Uh, Stan left the Zoom link right there on the on the comments of the live stream, so you can definitely get on that. Get your voices on the show. Get your yeah, video on the show. Yeah, questions. You guys. want to? Yeah. Oh, we have we have a friend. We have a friend who joined us. Yes, look at look at the Zoom. Oh, hey, hey. hello, friend who we now hello. know after hello, a long friend. time. Hey, 
We have a friend. Stan, look, friend. we have a friend. How oh, do we address? I, I saw, I saw. Do we address uh, this friend? How yeah, we yeah, we should. I think we should. Yeah, Where's we should address him by his real name, uh, Javier Ortega. He Javi, he's also known yay. as Lights Guy Javi. Yeah. I mean, I think I think everyone knows by now who he really is. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did the match without the mask. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, are you gonna show yourself Javi. or uh, yeah. or unmute yourself, sir? Sir Ranger, sir. <laughs> Mr. Revo, sir. <laughs> I know. Hello, hello. Yeah, hello. yeah, there we yeah. go. Hi. You good? Great. Yeah, let me see if I can get my camera working. All right, all right. Uh, I did have one question. All right, so all right. let's do this. Let's do this. Okay, let's see. Get there you are. Hey, how are hey. we all doing? Hey, look at that handsome face. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, brother. Messy, though. Oh yeah, well you know it's. Uh, you don't even have a camera, Camus. Snaps on the internet won't let you get on video. Yeah, your snaps on the internet won't make you use your video. Right. Uh, okay, so here's my question. Right. So uh, watching the watching WrestleMania, uh, yeah, when you watched the triple threat match for the tag team championship. Uh, did you ever get the feeling that uh, there are certain matches in WrestleMania that you know could work without an audience, but in terms of the ladder matching, uh, the ladder match itself, or in yeah, the question is sorry, my question is, um, do you think there are matches that need an audience rather than I, I mean, there are some matches that will not work in the audience, and there are some matches that will work with an audience so the question is uh what what uh what what do you what do you guys think uh those matches would be yung hindi kailangan ng audience yeah or you know for both both ends matches like, that don't the need the WWE championship obviously needed an audience um the edge return definitely needed an audience yung mga cinematic experiences yun sure um they don't need an audience you know what? Okay, wait. I got a good one. Because Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan with everyone on the side, it didn't need an audience as much as, but it's one of those that falls right in the middle. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with I agree with Camus, but at the same time, I'm gonna have to say the ladder match definitely needed an audience because that level of car wreckery. Um, needed some sort of interaction. They, it needed the oohs and ahs the that you get from uh, a ladder match. That was a weird. It's also a weird ladder match to begin with. You say they're defending the tag team titles, but as a singles competitor, the so it's already weird. So for me, yeah, the ladder match would be the one that definitely needs the audience more. I guess. UK Rollins, Owens. I don't feel like it needed an audience. I feel like I feel like the emotion was there. That you already felt Kevin Owens struggle enough, the right? ba? Seth, and he had to jump off uh, the sign for his moment. I feel like without an audience, it still works for me. All right. Uh, my take on this whole thing is that actually I found uh, I found the triple threat ladder match worked really well despite the lack of an audience. And I was the one railing against the empty arena stuff. And uh, to uh, support this point, I 
wanted to go back to this match I was watching before we went on on the Facebook Live and on the Zoom call. Uh, I was watching last week's main event, the show, you main WWE main event. Uh, there, the the main event of main event last week was yes, because they have TV rights that they have to fulfill, so they have to keep shooting that show uh, as far as they could. So the the main event of that show was Cedric Alexander versus Fabian Eichner, and it was so good, so so good, because it was just nonstop wrestling action. And I found personally for me, what really works in an empty arena show is a match wherein you don't have to think about there not being an, an audience. Parang there is no space, there's no time for you to be distracted by the deafening silence all around these wrestlers. Because uh, when you look at a WWE match, uh, you usually notice a lot of uh, empty spaces, a lot of dead air, because they have to let the moves breathe, they have to uh, you know, give time to let the audience uh, digest what's going on that's what we, we've been taught it as wrestlers say and without that without uh without that space without much of it uh you find that you can actually have a really engaging quick back and forth match like you're watching an action movie that doesn't stop so i think when you have a match like that that's what really works or that's what you should be doing uh when there's no audience Aside from, you know, our cinematic matches that we really like from WrestleMania. So that's my take. So we asked people for questions, obviously for us, because anniversary namin. But uh, Doc Allen wants to send in a question to Revo Ranger or Lights Guy Heavy. Wow. Uh, oh, wow. Really? You, you, you get to leave mask. this show with a question. All right. What inspired you to take up the mask and fight as a wrestler of justice or defender of planet on Earth? Depend. Defender of the planet on Earth. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Sure. We. I think you already asked me this question back when I guessed it for the first time in your show, like two years ago. But, uh, to reiterate that point, it's basically I, I wanted to, uh, be someone that a five-year-old me would look up to. <laughs> so I mean, if you're thinking of any uh, of a superhero. I didn't really want to be a superhero when I was five years old. I was more attracted to the uh, the Power Ranger stuff. So when when I was thinking of a character to make, uh, the idea came to me was uh, the idea that came to me was well, why don't I be somebody that uh, five year old me could be proud of, and uh, yeah, be like a Power Ranger who stood up for justice. So yeah, that's that's it. That's All right. the, that's the answer. homework. <laughs> Thank you, Javi. Thank you so yeah. much for joining. Thank you, us. man. Thank you. No miss worries. You. See you guys. I, I miss you guys too. All love, brother. See you around, Javi. Bye. All right. As we as we let uh, one one caller go, we've got another caller joining yeah, us. And Menchas has joined us. Sam. Hi. Hi, guys. Oh, hey. 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 So, uh, yeah, so I was watching WrestleMania, obviously, and I felt that the whole... I really thought that the John Cena-Bray Wyatt match was one of the smartest things that I've seen in a while from wrestling. And I just wanted to know, uh, what do you guys think is the smartest match that you've ever seen? On, like, a layers, kind of, like, analysis level. Mm. Oh, that's, that's a good one. one. That's a good question. I gotta, I, gotta, I gotta take time to think about that. Oh, hi. You know what? I have my answer. I go go, go. Oh, I have Please my go answer. 
Sammy Kevin Owens won. Yeah, that's a good thing. From NXT? Yeah, from NXT. The, the, the one where Sammy dropped it to KO. Okay. Via via the ref stoppage. That one. Like, okay, okay what you guys what you guys are thinking? I, I just want to say there was so much that was so good about that match, especially if you like if you get the like the previous body of work that stops after when you step into NXT. Like if you draw from that and then you see them go to a ref stoppage level thing, and it was the first real ref stoppage we've seen in a while. And they're doing it on NXT. It was genius for me. I still go back to that from time to time. I actually have an answer as well. And it's from the same era of NXT. It's actually Sami Zayn versus Cesaro. Two out of three falls on NXT. Oh, hell, that was good. That was um, good. Because you, I'm going to go uh, a major obnoxious route here and say the... Yung, yung in, indie wrestling, you know, yung, yung, well, yung well of talent and wealth of knowledge na, na kinukupag na kukuhaan nila was present in that match because both these guys were just allowed to do whatever um, they're used to doing against a, uh, a rec- fellow wrestler who they knew very well. So it's, it's present for me. It was present for me in that match. Um, my answer would probably be the first Gargano Champa match, because there were references, and it was a years-long program in WWE, which is very notorious for not really pulling off itong mga programs that last for multiple years. So the fact that sobrang slow burn niya from even yung time na contractual palang contractual, sina Gargano and Champa na hindi pa sila regular WWE superstars, and then it drew so much on their history as a tag team, and then the breakup, and then how it led to a series of uh, five-star matches. Yun yung, ano, um, that's probably like all the layers that my, my tiny brain can handle. So, yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. And I appreciate the Sami Zayn love. As, uh, love Sami Zayn. Thank you. Thanks, Andrew. Have a good one. All right. So we're still taking more questions here. Um, if you're following your Facebook, uh, Facebook group, or the Facebook post, rather, um, it's facebook.com slash wrestling, wrestling podcast. You can actually get yung uh, Zoom link over there. I just left it in as a comment. So it's basically a free for all. It is not a brawl for all. Napanon yun ba yung brawl for all episode? Oh, not it's a dark side, Diva. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, I haven't. I just downloaded it kanina and then I'll probably watch it before I go to bed. This is interesting for me because as somebody who actually remembers brawl for all, I always thought, found it boring and I, I didn't appreciate the whole shoot aspect of it, of how. Guys like Bart Gunn and uh, fucking Puke, the the guy, the wrestler known as Puke, uh, suddenly went over just because they could take a punch. It'd be interesting to see what the actual story is behind this whole thing. Yeah, right. Um, make questions, Patayo, from the uh, from podcast, uh, from P- the, the PNA page. Um, let's get to this one from Neil. Neil asks, since we talked about Dark Side of the Ring, how do you guys feel about the Benoit episodes? Uh, I'm not sure if we talked about this podcast, but I really love the Benoit episodes because I'm a huge Eddie fan. See, I'm still wearing an Eddie Guerrero t-shirt. And um, Eddie was as much a part of the Benoit story both in his life and in the Dark Side of the Ring documentaries as Benoit himself was. 
And um, the last time I really legit cried over Eddie was probably when I watched the tribute show for him right after he died. And then watching that part again and re- reliving it through the eyes of Sina, or the stories of Sina Vicky, Dean Malenko, Chris Jericho. I know me lit, and I had to pause the video and just have a good cry. So it was it was a very emotional and dark thing for me to have to go through and relive as a fan. Because um, I lived through those moments in wrestling history as a teenager. So yeah, it brought back a lot of memories. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it yet. Um, I can't bring myself to watch it. <laughs> I I I I want to watch it, but I love ko pag ko, I'm gonna break down while watching it. So. Until now, I, 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 I'm giving myself time, as much time as I can, until I actually have to watch it. Camos? Camos is encountering technical difficulties with his Lapsoil internet. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, at, at the, Wait, at the, there, there, there. there. Okay. okay, I don't want to talk about it, dude. It fucking upsets me so much, but. Man, I can't. I can't. No, it's dark side. Dark side of the ring. I get twenty minutes in, and then you pause it, and then you have to go watch a Ghibli movie after. Yeah, no, I'm not saying. We're not saying that it's a bad show. It's actually a very good show to have that same effect on us, But at the same time, you know, as as fans of uh, the sport, we can't help but just feel very emotional over the uh, topic. You, you know what you know what made me emotional? I did uh I actually watched uh the Edge docu, the Edge twenty four docu before going into night two. Mm. Like that shit, that's good shit right there, man. Like if you wanna talk about just the docu stuff, like everyone needs to watch that like within a week, like within the next week, but it doesn't matter because times of that circle. So just watch it eventually, it's so good. No, time is not a flat circle. At this, uh, in in the time of Corona, na, na lockdown tayong lahat. Time is basically Jeremy Bermy. Kamila ni Chino nakagets. Tangerang reference yan. Uh, we got a question from the Facebook page: Apache, Apache, or Apache? I don't know how to pronounce this. Apache, uh, Apache. Apache, Apache asks: Doesn't the Edge Orton hanging on a gym equipment spot remind you of Benoit? Yeah, we uh, spent a good minute laughing over that kanina. Yeah. Yeah, thanks but, to thanks to Maro. I know, right? Tribute for tribute for, remi- for reminding us about that spot. <laughs> no, no, no. I reminded everyone about the spot. He reminded us in connection with Benoit, Kai Edge, and Orton. No, so, it was an homage to Benoit. Yeah, which was the most messed up homage there ever was. I know, I know right? I know, I know. Um, it, it's funny because uh, it, it took me a while to remember that Edge and Benoit were tag team champions together twice. Yeah. <laughs> Not twice, once, diba? but twice, yes. Yeah, twice in the same year. And then uh, Benoit dropped the world title to Randy Orton. Is he so much subversion? <laughs> subversion. You know, word of the episode. Yeah. Um, if you were part of the podcast uh, by then, I'm sure Camus remembers this. We had a word of the week, diba? You remember that, Camus? No, Chino was long, was long. No, no, wala pa ako doon. But I remember you guys doing this in the few episodes that I actually listened to. Word I remember you guys was, doing this. Word of the week was still at Mellow. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that was like year one or year two of the podcast. No, I remember I remember yeah, this, like, yeah. But wala pa ako doon. 
Uh, we got a question from Jackie who's uh, asking, uh, should PWR have done an empty arena show before Metro Manila went into lockdown? Ah, uh, shit. Uh, the answer is no. The, answer the responsible is no. answer is no. Yeah, um, mostly because we also need the time to promote shows and we can't just spring a live show on you right after the Robbie Eagles show. Uh it was only what, like two or three weeks, yung pagitan ng Robbie Eagles show, Love at First Fight, and the imposition of the lockdown. So, no, it would not have been a good idea. And I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, I, I, um, I would have advised against it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure as much as fans like myself would want to see PWR put on a streaming service sort of show. It's not really advisable given the current climate. Yeah, go ahead, Camus. Yeah, I was gonna say, and you know what? It's like it wasn't just that show that got canceled. Uh, Rakarakan Fest also. Like it was. It was. There were two. We we actually have COVID to thank for losing out on two shows. And yeah, should we have run those shows? Maybe not. But knowing what we know now, that was the responsible decision. Yeah, uh, I yeah. Um, I, I think we all pretty much agree that it was not a good idea to have you know held the show. Chaka, uh, something that a lot of people probably aren't considering agad-agad is the fact that the PWR performers were not yet on that level in the WWE style. Na kahit na walang crowd, we can still summon that energy from within and then you know um, put on uh, a, a good show. Kait na walang crowd. As Ro mentioned earlier, we really draw on the energy of the live audience, and I'm sure Kamos can relate to this as well. So, kung nag-empty arena show yung PWR, it would have been such a downer. I mean, dude, when you do a show with Shaw, sometimes you have that illusion that you are in an empty <laughs> arena. It's that fucking curse. But no, I'm, 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 and that's how much I hate that venue. But I, I will go back and say na if. If we were if we were on that level, I don't think we like it would be an option to not have a streaming service. But we're not. We're not on that level. I mean, we give you full match Fridays, but we've always relied on the audience to make the shows work. Like I, I always say it that our fans aren't just like watching the show, they are part of the show and sometimes they become the show itself. And it's it's a testament to the relationship we have with our audience. But are we able to do exact? Are we able to be the exact characters that you guys come out to see without you guys? I don't think so. All right. So if there are any other questions, send them our way. Like I'm, I'm trying to communicate with our uh, producer, I'm trying to send him uh, some respectful instructions. <laughs> But yeah, guys, keep those questions coming. We are still, uh, you know, waiting for uh, all your wrestling queries while we're at, under lockdown. Pwede rin ano, mga questions kay Chino about his personal life. Kung bakit, hindi na tawarin na kumain siya. Oh, or bakit nakapolo ako sa loob ng bahay, di ba? Curious kayo kung ba't ganun yung suot ko. Just ask away. Or kung nagtry na ba si Chino gumawa ng dalgo na coffee. Yeah, I actually did. I I did try it. Uh, it's not. 
I can't really imagine whipping coffee for 20 minutes every day. Diba? Parang gago nun. <laughs> Bakit? Di ka ba nagbabate? <laughs> ba- ba- Bakit, Stan? Pa-circle ka pa magbate? <laughs> <laughs> That's really the bigger question here, Stan, is what, what kind of strokes are you using? <laughs> You're using the same muscles, man. Those are your forearm muscles. Uh, uh, Stephen Tan of the Geeky Juans is asking, how are you guys handling the lockdown in your area? Camos, how is it being handled in the not slap soil area of Bel Air? <laughs> you want you? No, no. Our internet is slap soil. Our our living is it's alright, man. Like oh, because I'm behind Hey, that actually got canceled this year because of this bullshit. Some <laughs> oh, Bahay yeah. Night is canceled, boy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, my the the only thing that really is worrisome is that uh, Bel Air is a is a community that is primarily composed of old people. Okay. So we actually have some of the cases that are coming out. One of them being a senator. Uh huh. We're not really allowed to talk about, but then that jackass, like he lives beside people I grew up with, like their my grandparents by extension. So I'm fucking pissed off that all this bullshit. It's like I'm not worried about myself, but I'm worried around the pe- for the people around me. All right. Uh, we're saying what's up to J.K. Obniel over on the Facebook page, who still misses Nicole so or Nina after all these years. <laughs> wow. Uh, I live in a compound. Um, in my okay, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this again. But in my uh, immediate vicinity, which means my own house, well, kasama. I don't have a maid. I don't have family because they ended up leaving for the states just before the lockdown happened. So every day, my days are filled with um, waking up, making myself breakfast, doing chores. And then and then dicking around for whatever remainder of the day is left. Because I realized, ko, between all the chores and all the cooking that I have to do, uh, and damit pa lang na ubus na oras. So that's that's what I'm realizing now uh, in this COVID era. But at the same time, I'm not completely alone because, like I said, I live in a compound. There are uncles and aunts around me who you know I get to talk to from time to time. I get to have dinner with from time to time. Um, and and in a sense, I'm living in my own little barangay, right? Because we live uh, uh, under uh, we live inside really tall walls, so parang may make may certain rule dito sa loob the Liao compound. So that's that's how uh, COVID is happening for us. Yeah, for me, I've been doing work here at home, uh, from radio to voiceover work. Um, I've I've, I've been doing that, and then in between. Uh, I I binge watched Basketball: A Love Story. I've been talking about this documentary for a while. So it aired on ESPN late 2018, and it's composed of 62 short films about basketball, its history, the NBA, ABA, NCAA, WNBA. 20 plus hours para tinapos ko nasa. Tapos nako community rewatch na ngayon. So I'm on uh, the first oh, yeah, half season one of Community. Yeah, and then I've unretired from NBA 2K. So if anyone wants to challenge me to NBA 2K, I'm looking at you, Jake DeLeon. Uh, you can look for me on PSN. My ID is Stanley C spelled backwards. So Y S Y L N A P S. Isn't he listening to us? He's on here, right? 
I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's listening to uh, this particular uh, stream. But yeah, um, this is an open invite to anyone who wants to challenge me. NBA 2K, I will whoop your ass on the bas on the virtual basketball court. Hey, uh, yeah, we've got uh, Roe back, and we've also got George oh, God. joining us. Finally, oh God, George is here. Why? Just kidding. Hi, George. Why is he here? Why? What do you want, George? What do you want, George? Um, serious <laughs> question about. If you just want to oh, say, shut up, Camus, get out of the way. I'm mature now, Camus. So, first off, shut up, Camus. Um, but on a serious note, um, once this whole quarantine is over, um, how long would it take before you guys would hold another show? Would, would PWR re realistically be able to hold the show? You know what? That's not a question for you us. You should have asked... The Wrestle From Home show last night. Oh my. There's another one coming up. Yeah, but you're basically asking the wrong show, the wrong people. Yeah, I like how George asked a legitimate question and we just shat on him. It's like... Because... What are we to say, right? Oh, I'm going to answer that. Oh, my God. Some of you guys are in the money, are in event. No, no. I, I, no I, I, I agree with my co host. That question is not for us to answer. So, sorry, George. No, okay, <laughs> wait. No, I think I know what George is trying to say. Uh, it's more like, when can we go back to doing live events in general? Yeah, yeah in general. Yeah. If you're speaking in general, I don't think that the governments, like local city, local city, and. Um, the national government would really encourage people to start coming back to things like this, going to cinemas, going to bars for gigs. I don't know how soon or how long that would take because until like you can ask your ask your girlfriend who works in healthcare. Like seriously, it's it's so weird for us uh, figuring out those kinds of policies that will be put into place after because we don't know when after is and what containment's going to be like and reinfection rates and all of this other developing sciences about what life will be like after. We're not even close to understanding that as a global community, what more as guys who want to wrestle. And like a uh, follow-up to that is what do you think the new normal will be for um, wrestling events in general. Let the wrestlers make cameo page. <laughs> oh, my only fans. <laughs> my only fans in the land. Yeah, know. I don't know. Um, new normal for wrestling. If everything goes back to normal, then I don't know. But you know, we wrestle as normal. But the new normal right now, like while COVID is happening, new normal is there's no shows. That's just it. Uh, you can't really force us to do an empty arena show, which will tape and you know broadcast on social media. Because you know, no venue will ever have us. We can't even get to the venue. So this is the normal. You're looking at it. You're living it right now. There is no. There are no shows. Yes, you uh, George. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank you, George. Thanks, George. Yeah, speaking right. of the new normal, I've been seeing this. Thing online, uh, the third buckle summit. Oh, yeah, which I, which a few of the PWR guys are part of. So I guess that's part of your new normal. Yeah, or even to, tungo ginagawa nating podcast, uh, na you know people can call in live and we're recording it still. This, this is part of the new normal. 
Uh, Bruce Lim is asking, will there be other WWE, WWE pay-per-view viewing parties aside from the Royal Rumble once all of this is done? Um, it depends, man. It depends on everything uh, going back to normal. Yeah, I, I'd like to think so. I'd like to hope so. You and know what? I feel... Next year, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I optimistically, like, the first... The first one that I really pull the trigger on is for, you know, uh, wrestling dub, whenever it happens. Yeah. Right. Um, Neil Cuenca asks, once the quarantine ends, who do you think from your crew will have the best post-quarantine beard? Probably Stan. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trimming it a bit, like shaping. Stan's it's really coming good. together. Yeah, I, I'm standing. Because I don't know if you guys can see it, but it's a lot like, oh, I can I see have, it. It's, it you're, you're getting a neck beard. <laughs> yeah, ju- it's basically just a neck beard. Yeah. yeah. Neck scruff is what I have. So yeah. I have I have a mustache that's not prominent. Because uh, well, yeah, yeah, you're Chinese. I'm, I'm Chinese too. My mustache took forever to grow. Yeah, but your facial hair looks a lot better than most Chinese. Uh, take that as a compliment. Thanks. Um, yeah, um, I'll, I'll probably bet on myself. So, like, yung, yung, ang, ano ko dito, yung logic ko dito is to see if I can go 39 days without shaving, parang survivor. But since the quarantine has been extended, I'll try to see if I can do it Australian survivor style, which goes 50 days. So, yeah, um, let's just see how I look between when we started and whenever the lockdown ends. So, yeah. All right, next question. Doc Allen says, What are your thoughts on Japan still being able to hold wrestling events without a crowd? Um, you know I don't what? know. It's weird. I don't know yeah. what's happening over there. Ako rin eh. Ako rin. Yeah, you know Japan what's happening? You know what's happening? Tita Emi just pulled the strings and it's like, everyone who wants to wrestle, come to Ichigaya. That's it. Minoru Suzuki fucking wrestled Balianaki. Yeah, and true. it was fucking great. It was actually great. And they streamed I, it, right? I don't know yeah. how... how Choco Pro and DDT are still doing this, so that is super weird to me. Uh, I guess someone who would be more familiar with the setup, um, maybe one of our friends in the in Japan, right, could enlighten us whenever we talk to them. You know what? Yeah. No, I think I know why because they're on private property. I gonna. I think ask. I think they're running both shows out of private spaces, so uh, that makes sense. That would make sense. Yeah, I know at least the Ichigaya. Choco Square Arena is on private property, so they could run that if they really wanted to. All right, we've got Jackie Arias joining us on the call. We're just connecting. Hey! Yeah, um, before Jackie, Jackie connects, hey, is Jackie here? Before Jackie connects, let's get to this quick one from JK who asks, Can you help me book any matches to play on WWE 2K20? JK, madali lang yan. Random versus random. <laughs> Tapos dun ka sa mas mababa yung rating. Ah, uh, <laughs> Para mahirapan siya. Mm, para challenge. Hey, yeah, there, there we go, Jackie. Hey. Jackie, nakatalas ka na? Jackie, welcome to the podcast. Jackie, Again. have you run far away <laughs> enough from last from last night's stream from WrestleMania? Hey. Hi. <laughs> um, ano bang tatanungin ko? Um, yeah, Sigur so na- now <laughs> so yeah, so now that you guys are in like your sixth year as a podcast, like um and you know, like nakata na 
your sixth year is like um, during the extended enhanced community quarantine era. Um, like, what are your plans for um, the podcast? Like, do you have any dream um, guests? Meron ba kayong other executions that you're looking into? So, gagawa kami ng Fireflies Firefly Funhouse podcast. <laughs> the betaness, the subversive podcast. <laughs> oh no, mag-guest tayo. Tapos yung guest na yun, we'll make them face their, you know, their deepest oh, fears over like the past, over the past years, <laughs> over their mag-mumon, entire career. Mag-montage kami ng six years. Tapos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, if I can answer this, uh, now that we know that we can do this, um, now that we, as well as you know, PWR, PWOGs, are proving that the Zoom setup is more than plausible, a the plausible thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm yeah. guessing I want us to do more um, video interviews with people from around the world. So they don't have to be in town for a PWR show or for whatever mm-hmm. show. Basta free sila, may time sila makipag-usap sa on Zoom. We want to do that more, more than usual, more than we are right now. Yeah, yeah and I was actually going to say there are a couple of people that we owe those types of interviews to. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, because who's that? Of course, secret. Oh, of course. So, when when you get a TikTok account, Camus. Impose you, Camus. Why would you watch that? that? We, why why would you watch that? I think the better question is. Kaya ba ng internet ni Camus ang TikTok? <laughs> o masyado bang slap soil yun? <laughs> This has turned against me so quickly. Yep. No, honestly, ka- honestly, Camus, like, I'd watch it if you were drunk and you'd do TikTok. That's like, true. No actually, joke. Actually, actually good wow. Alright, Jackie, All any right. other questions on your end? No, na. All right. Happy anniversary, Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. All right, so we have one more question here on the Facebook page. This one's from Bruce Lim, and he's directing it at me. He's asking, what's your ideal budget for a WrestleMania trip, hotel and food included? Like, just WrestleMania, but not really, really the package with Raw and the other events. Yeah, I'm curious since I have plans to do uh, Hollywood next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of us, especially Pinoy, my relatives in LA. So, like, I've got relatives in LA So you know you have relatives in the Bay Area, right? Yeah, no, and and LA. Okay, yeah. Camus also has his relatives in the Bay Area. Um, I think you have to start with sucking up to those relatives and you know <laughs> find a way in. Uh, accept nila yung proposition of you uh, staying there for like a good two three weeks because it's also hassle din yun eh for them, right? Let's let's face it, hassle din yun to to bother them and say na oh, pwede bang makitulog ako jan. Lalo na ako, para sa wrestling. Yeah, di ba? Like for wrestling. Yung family ko kasi in, in Brea, in California, um, my, my lola is uh, dealing with, uh, with, with cancer. So it's not easy being in that household. So nung pumunta ako last year for WrestleMania, very conscious ako na nakahassle ako sa kanila nun. So um, if matuloy man ako next year, um, I'll have to really figure out how to Uh, make that happen, no? Um, I'm I'm also uh, going off this preamble because I'm loading in spreadsheet with my itemized expenses so I can show it with a share screen. Um, wow! I want to share screen. I want to install it. Chino Leo for TikTok. Which I'm again. Anthony Quelia. 
Ano, Chino, mag-tiktok ka ba? Do it. I said I said it before, and I'll say it again. The moment Camus gets a TikTok, I will get a TikTok. Do <laughs> it. Do it, guys. Not a moment before. You know, pale. You know, pale. Okay. So, the ideal budget for WrestleMania, lang, I would say that um, somewhere between 100 and 150,000 pesos. That's where I would start. I would Oof. start there. Yeah, I would start there because the flight palang is going to set you back minimum 35. And then, kung mag hotel ka, syempre, mas malaking gastos pa yun, di ba? Um, that's why I said start with, ano, start with uh, finding family members or a friend to stay with. Because if you're staying in their place, at least, nakatipid ka na sa accommodations mo. That's true. And then, yung LA kasi, public transportation's not easy. Uh, as opposed to New York, na for the one, uh, yung one week na nag-unlimited subway ako, sobrang dali. So, um, I was able to just spend $35 on unlimited subway pass. Because, you know, I was taking the train to and from every part of the city, and then I was good. So, dun palang tipid na rin ako. I'm sure it will be more expensive sa LA. Um, yeah, no, LA, LA, LA public transportation is not the best. No, it's not. It's not. It really sucks. Um, yung, ano ko, yung ticket ko for WrestleMania itself was at 15. Ito, can you see it? Can you see my ano? Can you see my uh, spreadsheet? Hold on. Okay, oh, I cannot uh, see it. I cannot see anything. Wala pa, nag-load pa lang. Ayan. Ayun, ayun, ayun. There we go. Alright. So, yung spreadsheet nito has yung tickets and how much it costs. My WrestleMania ticket was $360. So, that's around 15,000, 16,000 pesos. Kasama na service fee and yung sales tax. So the original price niya was like 300 something. Uh yung takeover ticket kaya siya mura nasa pinakataas na section. So sobrang okay. no sleeps. Yeah, so, sobrang no sleeps and then sobrang tiny nila Gargano and Adam Cole. Um yung SmackDown medyo mahal siya kasi ringside yung talaga nasa floor kami as in by the time 205 live happened nandoon na kami sa likod ni Vic Joseph. Wow, okay. Yung Raw After Mania, I got that off StubHub kasi naubusan ako ng tickets. Like, hindi ko naabutan yung pre-sale niya. So, it was a bit more expensive ticket at the Barclay Center. So, there. Um, yung WrestleMania access, uh, yung base price niya is nasa may $65. So, that's what? Like, 1,200 pesos. That alone lets you enter. May experience mo na yung magko-commentary ka with an NXT UK commentator. Mag-entrance ka, pwede, pwede mong gayahin yung entrance mga favorite wrestlers mo. Uh, you get to join yung mga autograph signing or yung mga photo-op, like nagpa-photo up ako with Nakamura or Mandy Rose yun, kasama na yun. Um, yung hindi kasama doon, yung mga meet and greet na premium. So like yung mga nasa main event, like Becky Lynch, Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, Shane McMahon, Ronda Rousey, yun. Yun yung mga ano, mas mahal. So you have to spend a little bit more for that. I also paid for a two-day pass ng WrestleCon. So yan, yun yung gastos ko. Um, I also bought a lot of stuff at WrestleCon. So like, pa-open autograph ako with wrestlers. Like sina Mick Foley, Donny Mundo. I bought merch, like yung mga masks sina, yung Lucha Bros. And then signed action figures sina Deep Pin and Becky. Um, I also bought yung mga tiny trinkets from the Access Superstore. Like yung armbands that all of us on the podcast have. Yung Undisputed Era. Mga magnet. Um, ano pa ba? Yun, yung mga transpo, yun yung in-itemize ko. So, ang labas nun was this amount, $2,202. Kasama na yung flight. 
So basically, Stan, what you're saying is, hihin ko na yung mana ko sa tatay ko. Ganun ba yun? Uh, basically, uh, yes. Basically, yes. <laughs> oh, yan yung amount in peso using today's exchange. Yeah. All right. So there you go. There you have it. It's a very long answer to Bruce Lim's question. But I hope it helped. Kasi, uh, oh, it helped. It helped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I want to add pala to, uh, to, Jack, to my answer to Jackie's question. Uh, what we want to do as a podcast. I want more shows like this where people get to call in and actually make it feel like a radio show where we get your opinions and all that and we can talk to everyone who's listening. So that's cool. Definitely cool. I wish we could do more of this with this technology. So yeah. Yeah, din eh. I like this setup because it allows me to stay at home in my boxers. Uh, you that's know. true. Yes, sir. Really cool. so, I, I am feeling with... ano, yung feeling na maging DJ. Uh, <laughs> I have that feeling, sir. You can ask Mikey Bustos. <laughs> wow. Eto, Gina, ano ba yung story doon? Ba't kayo naging magkaaway? No, it was just, I, I, I talk shit, guys. I talk shit online a lot. Yes, yes you do. I, yes, you do. And I, I, and I saw his, I saw his, but, I need commercial, yeah, he did some stupid commercial where he, I exploited the Filipino culture again because it's an in thing to do now. Uh, I think it's like, like a fast food yata or something. Oh, yeah, something. Right? And, I, and then I said, I just said something like, Mikey Bustos is just not funny. I may have used, I may have used an expletive there. Which, uh, <laughs> I can't remember the exact tweet, but the, the gist was, Mikey Bustos is not funny. And then he called me out on it. I replied to him. I can't remember the exchange. But what I remember was right after he replied, 10,000 different people replied to him, to me. Because they were Mikey Bustos fans. Yeah, yeah. This was back in uh, when he had a following still, when he was doing his viral thing. So, you know, you're not No, I didn't. I Chinese at all. You don't know word na kegao, because I was going to call you that. Kegao. Okay, no, that, I, that I know. Kegao, <laughs> okay. Kegao means nagmamagaling ka eh. Yan tuloy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright. So, yeah, I, I guess. Okay. He, he's not the first celebrity and he wasn't the last. <laughs> I have stories, guys. Anyway, different episode. People are asking kung legit ba yung amount na 100 to 150,000 pesos. Um, I would say it's an estimate kasi again, sinwerte ako na may relatives ako in LA and relatives in um New Jersey. New York. Yeah, New Jersey, which was where WrestleMania was at, and the events were in New York. So from yung bahay ng auntie ko, I just took the bus to New York and then took the subway to get around. Pero medyo madugo din yung travel kasi like two hours din yun kapag may araw. Oh, malayo yun, di ba? Yeah, one hour to get out of Fairlawn, which is this really white, bougie neighborhood that my auntie lives in, to get to um, yung terminal sa dulo ng George Washington Bridge. Tapos magkocommute ka pa pababa kasi nasa Upper Manhattan yun eh. So bababa ka pa to Brooklyn. So medyo madugong commute yun. For and next uh, year, sorry. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. For next year, sa Hollywood, um, sa, ano yun, Inglewood, diba? That's where the uh, SoFi Stadium is going to be. Uh, yeah. The SoFi Stadium is at. Um, swerte mo kapag yung location mo is anywhere near that area. I would say cities like Brea, obviously LA County. Um, I think Cevitos is also sort of near. Um, yun, yun mga malalapit na area. But if you're like uh, from definitely North, Northern California, is going to be a hassle. Yeah, no, it'll be a trip. Like, it'll be easier for me travel-wise because, again, my family's already there and I can always bring up the fact that they left me during quarantine. 
<laughs> but other than that, I mean, to travel to LA and stay with a few different relatives. Medyo malalayo yung kilala kong family eh. Like I know I have one in Torrance that's not even near there, so. I think a life hack for this one for the for the LA WrestleMania is um get your friends together if you're gonna go on a group WrestleMania pilgrimage, uh get an Airbnb together kapag wala kayong kamag-anak or friend na nakatira doon, and then share a car. Just pitch in dun yeah. sa rent a car. Yeah, the car is it. actually the best bet you have. Kasi mahal yung mga Uber and yung mga uh, left doon. So save save yourselves a few bucks. Get yourself a car. Share uh, share the car. You know what that Uber, shit sounds yeah. like though. What? That shit sounds like what people do for Coachella. <laughs> well, okay. Coachella. Ar- for argument's sake, WrestleMania is the is the Coachella of wrestling. So That's Chino's true. not wrong. Yeah, Chino's not wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Mike Up is asking, how about pocket money, mga 100k? Okay, good question. Um, marami, again, marami akong tinipid kasi I was eating dun sa bahay ng tita ko, diba? And she would prepare breakfast for me. So dun palang nakatipid na ako. Um, I guess 50 to 100 grand in pesos is a good amount, keeping in mind your conversion rate and keeping in mind nagagasos ka talaga pag nandun ka. But um, I would strongly advise na wag kang bibili from the Access Superstore or you, any of the WWE merch dun sa mga arena. Wag kang bibili dun kasi sobrang taga niya and they'll take advantage of the fact na ah, nandito ka na eh. Good example is the t-shirts. Mga t-shirt kasi, normally sa website, it's $24.99 or $27.99. At the venue, $35 flat. So, that's $8 difference. Mga my experience can get sa NXT house shows. And small NXT house shows also have higher ticket prices in terms of merch. So, you're really better off waiting for your mga deals at www.shop.com. Yeah, um, WrestleMania season typically maraming sales. Eh. Even in WrestleMania week mismo, mar- maraming sales. So, um, yung advice ko is to wait for a pay-per-view weekend in January or February. Abangan mo yung sale. Tapos, pa-order, i-order mo na siya, ipaship mo sa Airbnb or sa titirahan mo para by the time you get there, pwede mo na siyang masuot. So, that's how, uh, that's what, what I did with my Becky Lynch WrestleMania t-shirt. Um, right. If you're gonna spend on yung mga merch, get yung mga hard-to-find merch or yung mga Yung, yung mga unique like WrestleMania magnets or your undisputed era armband or a luchador mask. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. Get whatever so, you want, right? <laughs> yeah. Tapos maghanap ka ng Sephora for safety. Uh, All right. Okay, Apache Apache asks, where do you get wrestling t-shirts? www.shop.com yeah. Yep, that's pretty much it. New Japan store. New Japan, New Japan store. Yeah. PWT, yeah. Hot, hot topic if you have access to it. Yeah, yep, hot um, topic. is bound to have a lot of hot topics. And hot topics such a fun place to go to, lalo na pag yung clearance rack na puntahan mo. Yeah, dude. Sometimes you can pick up a wrestling t-shirt for like four ninety nine, dollars 99 pesos. Sulit Yeah, I got my, got my uh, LIJ Jericho shirt there for real cheap, so. Albert Solis is asking, do you sell pre-love WWE merch? Uh, no, I do not. I should though. I should. I should because I have t-shirts. Yeah, Albert Solis, if size triple X, hit me up. Because you know size size small, hit me up then. That's pretty much it. Not grow in a row. Not grow in a row. Not grow, but I have a lot of it. Like I, I, I haven't. I didn't realize until recently 
how much WWE merch I had at both my homes. So, ang dami na palang nabili over the years, and uh, I don't wear them all anyway. Might as well. Got some. I got this right here, actually. Bigyano lang dito. Hey, got the Malibu Al T-shirt from Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Got a whole bunch of vintage, the vintage style WWE shirts that they don't make anymore. If you're size small, why not, right? Um, one place to get your local wrestling merch aside from you individual wrestlers, Steady Threads, man. Gotta plug uh, our good friend Cuatro and the Steady Threads. Absolutely, good, good, sh- good shit. Yeah. Shirt, absolutely, yes, absolutely. But favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers T-shirt, Steady Threads in the new era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, but, uh, I'm not sure if they deliver at this at the at the moment. Yeah, Feel free to like their page. Yeah, feel free to like their page and give them the traffic. Uh, Camus, I um I want to get to you, lang, and throw this uh, your way. Um, are there any efforts you want to promote right now to our listeners? Like, if there's anyone who wants to donate or to be part of like um, efforts for frontliners or people who need it, uh, you might want to take this opportunity. I was actually gonna say you have the more comprehensive list. Like, all my dudes are on your list. Okay. Like, what, um, what's what's the one? Helpfromhome.ph. Helpfromhome. Helpfromhome.ph. Just go there. There are a lot of buses. Um, Gregor Liero is doing a public clinic with Victor Anastasio, if I'm not mistaken. And they're actually helping out one of my good friends who's a doctor for the barrios. Like, that's a good one because we don't know how they're, like, the provinces that are farther out than that. Further you get out, the less doctors you have, the less concentration of doctors you have. So those guys, like, there's a lot of word about them, a lot of anxiety that's built up, and making sure that we ensure that they have some kind of funding and the same kind of support we're showing for in a business. Yun, makes me image, me visuals kapada. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't understand anything Camus said. Alright, so this is the website that I've been promoting and supporting. Like, I don't even know a lot of these people. I only know um, one of the designers of the website. Um, she's a friend from the survivor community. So shout out to Petra Gana. Um, so helpfromhome.ph, uh, they have a compilation of links for if you want to help out the frontliners to feed them, equip them around, or to fund more COVID-19 tests. Um, frontliners they also have the families at risk. So if you want to feed them or sustain them or protect them from COVID-19, I actually donated to a group that is looking after the families at San Roque. So I donated them a couple of weeks ago. Um, if you want to if you want to help out in uh, transporting the frontliners, you can click the link, and every link leads you to more links of different groups and their efforts. So yung iba pwede ka mag-donate directly or you can reach out. Yung iba naman pwede ka mag-donate through BPI or BDO or yung mga e-wallet apps. Syempre favorite natin, di ba? Paymaya. So, oy, oy, Paymaya collected a whole bunch of uh, part, um, partner organizations and partner donation drives so that you can easily donate without having to go elsewhere, without having to uh, go to go through a lot of hoops. Uh, you can use the app, donate to whatever uh, partner organization you want to donate to. Yung KVP Lenny nandun But there are yeah. a whole bunch of other uh, 
other drives then. And for some strange reason, may cashback din siya. So wow. if you may that's your thing, yeah, may balik bayad din siya. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, private citizens are doing their part. Like I have a few yeah. friends who are uh, starting a fundraiser for the creation of uh, PPEs for our medical frontliners. I'll be posting a poster and the backed out details on my Instagram page. That's Instagram.com slash Chino Supersize uh, if yeah. you want to learn more. Yeah. yeah. So right now, basically, a lot of people need our help because uh, this lockdown is going for much lo- for not much longer, but hopefully not. But it's going for two more weeks. And that means for a lot of people, uh, that means two more weeks of maybe hunger, maybe hard time. So if you have more, I guess, yeah, yeah. as we've been saying, if you have more than the usual Filipino, please do find it in your heart to give some of your extra away to those who need it. Yeah. So there, uh, those are just some of the efforts that we support. Um, I'm sure there's so much more. And um, if we plug every single one of them, it would probably take up an entire podcast on its own. Uh, but yeah. Um, uh, you, yeah. No, I mean, uh, you don't have to plug every single one of them because I think everywhere you look, there's something yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, even even if you go on like let's say Twitter or like Reddit, scroll r slash Philippines, you'll already find people just uh, sharing links or a call to action to donate. So um, it's it's nice to see everyone doing their part. And if you haven't yet, ito na, any chance man magambag other than you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's absolutely sad. I mean, it's noble, but it's actually also kind of sad that yung private citizens pa ang magambagan to do what the government is supposed to do. I mean, they're probably doing it, but uh, you know, some people are better. Some people in the government are better than some others than in doing this. But uh, they should be all doing it instead of from us, diba? So it's just really sad right now. Yeah, um, I, I'd like to know a uh, like a comprehensive list of where the 200-something billion pesos is going. Oh, this, tama, tama. this is the world we live in, so uh, apparently we have to chip in for something on top of the 200-something uh, billion. Yeah. Oh, anyway, well. yeah, I, I think we've run out of questions, so I guess before we get out of here, any other thoughts or any other insights that you guys want to share, especially since uh, this is probably one of our longest podcast episodes? Uh, I just want to say that, guys, uh, everyone listening, watching to this, watching this right now, if you want us to do more of this, if you want us to talk to you more, uh, please let us know. Uh, this is fun. Uh, this is fun for all of for me. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I'm sure you guys do. I don't want to speak for you. <laughs> uh, we can do this every week, no? Para check in, check in, in while we're in this whole uh, lockdown mess. Yeah, Kino. Yeah, I'd be down to do a live episode once a week. Yeah, sure. Why not? It gives yeah, you man. something to do, It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. fun. Yeah. 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 internet. Yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of hard. hard. It's kind of hard when your dad works for the company. Yeah, that's true. That's also true. Wow. Wow. In I didn't go there. In I didn't go there. In this pandemic, you're going to exactly, go there. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't go there. I, no, uh, I, 
I'm having a lot of fun here as well. Um, a lot of people asked about like what is the new normal. I guess for us, this is the new normal, and frankly, I don't mind. Um, you know, at the very least, it gives me something to look forward to, something to keep my brain active. But yeah. Um, just a couple quick plugs before we get out of here. Um, obviously, what happening live events because hey, you know, we're all here. But the next time you'll hear us will be after Holy Week, so we'll have another episode. We'll see if we can make another live show happen. Maybe you can have. May plano ba kayo sa long weekend, guys? Ah, pagisipan ko. Bora, bora tayo, tayo. I hate you. I hate you so much. Yung bora, bora zoom background. May bakolo zoom background for you. No, there's nothing really. I don't know of an iconic enough backdrop. No, you ruins. You ruins. It's ruins. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, what's the name of this? Gino Magjapan kaya tayo. Hello, I've got something to plug. Um, on Monday, there's a Radio Gives Back event uh, for Wave 89.1 and all our sister stations, Magic, K-Light, Jam, and KFM. And I'm gonna be one of the hosts for that one, so that should be a lot of fun. Hey. We've got some live performers coming together along with the mga DJs namin. So, uh, you know, I'll be the Wave representative for this time. Uh, for for this round, and um, I haven't really done this before, so it would be nice if uh, we all took part in the effort. Tapos, it's also a fundraising effort. So if you want to donate to mga causes that Lazada will be supporting and that our radio stations will be um uh, will be promoting, uh, please go right ahead. It'll be much appreciated. So, yo oh, guys, oh. sorry, Camus. Sorry, let me just say oh. that uh, please support all the local businesses that are still operating in this time. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. If you can, because uh, we're not hirapan and these people still have to go to work. So if you can, I'm not saying go out of your way, but if you can, uh, support small restaurants or the supermarkets that are trying to keep up at this time. Because, I mean, everybody needs all the help they can get. Go to your local... Your local, yeah, your local cafe if they're still open, diba? Yeah. Or your, your local what? Go to the Dampa. Your the, local diba? Dampa. Diba? Yeah, anything that's open that you used to go to, it, because because they might not stay open for very long, diba? With the but way but things are, the, with the way things are going, medyo nahirapan tayo lahat. So please give all these small businesses all the love yeah. they can get. Yeah, just don't forget to wear a mask when you do so. Yeah, you know, practice practice social distancing, safe hygiene, all of that. Uh, all right, but, let's get out of here. All right, let's just uh, do take picks. it home. No, I need it. I'm good. Yes, yeah, I'm quickly. Pick of the week, uh, Otis versus Ziggler para sa akin because I am a fan of love. <laughs> I am, because of all the intertextuality talk, I am changing my pick. To Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. <laughs> okay, well, wow, wow, thank you, thank you. Was that, so my, was that wait? Was that your pick? I wanted, I wanted Funhouse. I wanted the Funhouse. Okay, yeah. No, I because it. because the first time, I, I think the next time any one of us gets our hands on substances that will enhance this match, I'm watching this one. All right, mine is a boneyard match. Uh, just so much fun. Yeah. All right. On that note, thank you very much, everybody, for uh, coming in and joining us for this live episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. 
six anniversary show. It was not easy to pull it off, and we're wala, happy wala we're glad we're here. We don't have drinks, right? We don't have drinks. Oh, we don't have drinks. We really wanted to, so No, we, we, oh. yeah, we really wanted to. We, we were on our we way there. But yeah, then Corona happened. So. Thanks, Mr. Ronald. This is just If episode 400 happens in the time of post-corona, then we're going to go. I think yeah, 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 and reasonable, uh, um, parang, what guarantee? Uh, not sure it's a guarantee, whatever. Mr. Can I just a guarantee? Eh? Is it a Mr. C guarantee? <laughs> no, it, it has to be a podcast network Asia guarantee. Hey, hey. has to be a government guarantee, actually. Yeah, all right, we got to take it home. Uh, we, we've gone this long on the podcast two hours and 30 minutes and counting. Thank you again to everyone. Thank you to my co hosts. Happy anniversary, gentlemen! Happy uh, anniversary, guys! Happy Thanks anniversary for having me. A big six shout to all of years. Six, five. six years and counting on to year seven. Podcast Network Asia, big ups and big thanks. We could not have gone this far without you, babyface producer Ryan. You sing kapaba, you sing payan for sure. Man. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, if you have, if you want to hit us up for anything and everything wrestling, just, uh, tweet us at WrestlingFixPod, at underscore Stancy, at Rosewar, at Caveman Camus, and at Gino Supersize. And on behalf of everyone at Podcast Network Asia and on this podcast, we are signing out for the night. Have a blessed Holy Week. Uh, wash your hands. And if you want to give up something for Lent, go right ahead. Peace, Peace out. Happy Easter. 